You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. In the Juicy Whip Studios, we're going to bring you some sports talk, a little special tonight. We're going to talk some country music with the biggest up-and-coming band on the horizon pretty right excited now, about Texas that. Runway. We're going to be talking some country music, a little sports. We have some uh, pregame here. Uh, Bree knows her sports, man. She knows what's going on right now. She's it's always good Texas, to find a woman that right? knows sports. She drinks bourbon. <laughs> She's a Texas girl, so you know what that's all about. And we got my boy Jacob over here. So we'll be talking some music, talking some sports. Um, Josh is uh, taking care of his wife. She had a little bit of surgery. Jack had a little bit of surgery. So, uh, so it's just you and I today. It's or just, co-hosting the show. Well, well, I mean, Texas Runaway, but you know what I mean. Right. You know, like no Chicago Josh. said, just you and me. You so know. the uh, show should be good then, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> we, we got rid of the, the you know, collateral. And, uh, you know, it's all about you and me, Renee. I, w- I will say yes, it should be. That I will say that this show is definitely not going to be the same without all those high-pitched laughs. Right. <laughs> Can you get up there? Guy. Right. He, that's, that's not a manly impr- laugh. It's not. It's not it's a manly not. laugh. I'm still trying to figure out which part of the gene pool that laugh came from. <laughs> that's the bullwear side. But we're, <laughs> we're not getting into that. There ain't no Pacheco laugh like that. <laughs> but anyway, lots been going on on uh, the two weeks that we've been gone. Um, so we're just going to just kind of wing it, do what we can do. We'll talk about a little bit of baseball. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Beavers up 3 nothing. First of all, Beavers. Uh, in the College World Series. So, you know, we got to get the Beaver talk out in front. They're there up 3 nothing. They're on top 3 nothing. So that's a good thing. Um, we have with us tonight the lead singer, Bree Bones, and the drummer, Jacob Pederudo, from the band Texas Runaway. <laughs> You're going to remember this night when you hear them and talk about them and know everything about them because when they make it to the big time, you're going to remember they were on the sportscast and you saw them win. This, this, so, this isn't the big time? Yeah. It's what are we like, talking about here? It's, like, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a quarter of the way to the big time. <laughs> Let's put it that way. It's, it's a pit stop on right? the big time tour. Pit stop. Anyway, we've got uh, the World Cup going on. We had yeah. the U.S. Open just finished. Uh, we've got the College Baseball World Series. Uh, baseball's kind of getting into the part where it's, they're separating the men from the boys. It's starting to matter now. Right? Um, the, you know, the Angels suffered a... Go Astros. <laughs> Easy. Easy. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Already. Yeah. All right. You know, take your world championship. and then do this. Hey, hey, hey. We're, right. we're 12 in a row right now, man. 12 <laughs> in a row. Yeah, hey, did you see the picture? We are on fire. <laughs> The other day they showed of uh, Aaron Judge and uh, Altuve yes. next to each other at second base. Bring I love kid, how short Altuve right? is. Bring it your makes kid to me work happy. Day. It was it, hilarious. It, it, it's eerily similar to like our bass player and our lead guitar player. Her husband standing next to each other. It's about the same. Is that except, right? yeah. except Altuve's taller. He's taller. Oh, yes. Yeah. Holy crap. Because Altuve is about five six. My right? husband is five four. Damn. His his Altuve jersey that he has is a child's large. <laughs> And yeah. That's not even a joke. I wear a Springer jersey, but, like, you know. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. He's my boy. He's your boy? 
Well, it was a hell of a World Series last year. Was. Seven games, was. fantastic. Gave me a heart attack, dude, especially that game five. Oh, man, that was my favorite. That Actually, I would say game insane. three was my favorite, where we were back and forth until yeah. it was like, I think it was 11 innings that we went. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. We were, Jacob and our friend Katie and then our friend Doug were all at, uh, mine and Mike's house and we were watching the game and Doug was throwing out these hilarious one-liners mm-hmm. every single time because he's an Angels fan. Right, so right. he was the neutral ground between <laughs> the, the rest of the four of us. Well, the Houston, uh, Houston Astros and the LA Dodgers have a, uh, you know... A, a, a new rivalry. Know, well, the, no, the LA Dodgers was the old rivalry That's because true. they played in the yeah. NL West. They had the Astros some, were in the National had, League. That's very right, true. They had yeah. some epic series uh, between them to get to the World Series and, and Houston had some epic... Um, World's uh, not World Series, but NLCS against the Mets and and what have you. It's Nolan still Ryan weird. Pitched for Houston, so it's kind of weird for us. Yeah, who, who are as old as us, right? It's, well, it's, it's yeah. a renewed rivalry. Yeah, well, how's to, that? To, to see them in the American League, right? I was it's about kind to go of there. Odd. It is weird for us because yeah. we still see them NL West right. with the Braves and, yeah. and what have what have you. But right. it's also but, weird that we have two pennants from two different leagues. Yeah, that's right. The very first World yes. Series we ever, and only other World Series we went to when we were swept by the Yankees, mm-hmm. uh, we got a pennant there, and then that's here right. we have that. the pennant this last right. time. Yeah. That was that's right. with, uh, the th- Killer Bees, Biggio, that was Bagwell. A, yes. yes. That was the dream team. The dream team, yeah. yeah. That's when the Astros had cool jerseys. I liked their jerseys uh, back in the 90s. Right. Well, hey, we still like bring them back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we still bring them back. James uh, Rodney Richard, right? That's when we had the Broken Star. Oh, gotcha. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the Broken that. Star. Yeah. 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 Before they remember, brought the retro logo back. I still remember this as the Houston Colt 45. Yep. So that's how Did you know that I was have. actually named by the fans? Yes, I did. Yeah. As a matter of fact. Yeah. I, I truly did. So. Hey, I had to throw it out there. He looked <laughs> at me like. <laughs> Nobody said. You gave me that look. <laughs> that look like, here she goes off on her own. Right, there random, she goes. Random Woo! Texas sports facts. Right, Here we no, go. I was wondering if she was going to be shy. Well, we've already established that she's not going to be shy. <laughs> so none of us maybe get a word in edgewise, but we'll do the best oh. that we can. Hey, I'll shut this. up. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do not. We'll get, we'll we get, need we'll get, you to talk. We'll get to some sports and she'll not know really what to say. So, so, so you're from you're from Texas. Mm-hmm. Are you from Texas too? No. Does this no. song bother you? Oh God. The stars at night. No. Wait. Because we have a listener named Mr. Awesome Kevin. We love you, but he hates right. that. Every time I play that, he hates he just it. Despises. It doesn't bother me. It's it. just funny because if you if you walk into my hometown bar and you start singing that, the whole entire bar goes. Is that right? That's cool. <laughs> yeah. it, I like it's, it. It's almost exactly like that scene from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yes, <laughs> really? where, one of my top ten favorite movies exactly, of all time. Exactly, where he's in the phone booth and he's yeah. I think he's calling the girl. Yes, and right. she, she's like, "I'm in Texas." She's like, "You're in Texas." He's like, "Yeah, watch." He ducks out <laughs> he and he that. sings like, and everybody just stops walking. The stars at yeah. night are big he goes, and bright. I love it. Well, you'll love the fact that the Houston Texans cheerleaders are the official cheerleaders of the sports I do like cast, that. Right? You noticed that when you... Houston kind of all the way, the... which is why I, I hate the Dallas Stars. That's okay. That's so okay. Hate's I, a good thing in sports. I actually didn't know hockey until I moved here. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, because where I'm from, there's not there's it's all football and baseball. And, that's and where it. is that? Where are you from? I'm from a teeny, teeny, tiny town that is three hours north of Houston, three hours mm-hmm. uh, east of Austin, and three hours south of Dallas. It's called Jacksonville. Okay. And I would have thought Florida, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we the funniest <laughs> thing is, as I was born in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Uh, and I and moved. And now you live in Jacksonville, and then Houston. I, 
Jacksonville, Texas. And <laughs> then um, it was so funny that I moved out here and uh, my now husband slash lead guitar player um, was like, I played hockey. And I'm like, uh, you mean like that movie, uh, <laughs> The Mighty Ducks? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but uh, you have so much to learn. Right. And so now I have three favorite teams, and a lot of people trash me for it, but I'm like, uh, I'm from somewhere else and that okay. doesn't have hockey. Right. So what are your three favorite teams? The Kings. Okay. Natural the Predators. Girl. Okay. All right. And uh, the Bruins. Oh, that's a rough one. <laughs> how, many dings, how many dings does she get for those? Uh, Two she dings? She gets one and a half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just give her that one for the just Kings, one, yeah. right? Oh, just the one for the Kings? All right. Well, hey, I follow players. I don't really follow the whole team. Oh, so you're a that, stalker. Yeah. Okay. Lucic is my favorite all-time player. Okay, I'm sorry. I can do that. That's, yeah. that's why that. it was Bruins and then Kings. But Predators, I love Mike Fisher. Okay. Even though he's gone now. I. Well, he came back. And then he left again. He's gone okay, again. He's gone be, again. Trust me, he'll be back again. Unless Carrie Underwood has something to say about it. I mean, right? Know. Well, you know, one of those marriages. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> so, again, last things going on. Um, Renee. Yes. What did you do this last weekend? Your what weekend. Did I do? Describe it to me. I worked a lot um, this weekend. However, where? I mean, what's going on with the with the radio? Because the the Woody Show thing. Are you still doing that? No, I'm what's not going doing on? that right now. But still over at the radio station. Okay. Still over at Alt. Um, still doing my other job, but mm-hmm. uh, my mom's staying with us for like a week. <laughs> yeah, and um, oh lord, yeah, you know how it is having having parents live with you. It's right, yes. kind of disrupts your your lifestyle a little. A little. Bit. I love my mom. You know what I mean. I love my mom to death. Hi, but, mom. But today, for example, I, I walked in and, and she was watching a movie. Right? There's she no was, she was watching a movie, and. The phone rang in the movie, and she picked up her phone and answered it, <laughs> thinking it was her phone. She did not. She, she, look, oh she looked at God. it. She's like, oh, I thought it was my phone. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm back with my mom, dude. So, yeah. That's I'm, a little I'm rough. That. Yeah. That's, that was a, that's a little rough. That's at rough. least your grandmother doesn't put LOL three times there on Facebook. <laughs> Lord. But, yeah, man, just been busy and uh, back here. So, loving uh, loving it. Going to Arroyo Seco this weekend. Are you really? Oh, yeah, nice. both you days. Check that out? Both days, yeah. Had a boy. So um, I had, had to put the dog up in a kennel because we're not going to be home Saturday or Sunday to watch him. And we live in this condo. There's no yard for him to run around. Right? I work at so. Pet Time Animal Hospital where we board dogs, Ooh, just so you know. Okay, give me a card. You. It's only, it's only $23 a day. Give me a card really? after the show. Okay. We'll talk for sure. So when are we going to have a first Father's Day, man? By this time next year, are you going to be celebrating Father's Day or Dude. what? It's not when mom living at home. Not when mom living at home. <laughs> Trust me, I've heard about it already. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I've heard about it. Mijo, where's yeah. my grandkids? Mijo. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you do this weekend, Jacob? Uh, what did I do this weekend? My man, you're young. It's, it's only three it's, days ago. Dude, with the amount of stuff I got going on, it's hard to keep track sometimes. <laughs> uh, okay, forget you. Bree, yeah. what'd you do this weekend? Uh, I went to... I'm pretty sure I went to Montana. Yeah, I went to Montana's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the funny thing is that I don't actually drink that often, so I probably should remember all of these things. Right. So Montana's is a cowboy bar, right? It is. I've always wanted the to one go- right here? San Dimas. Yeah. yeah I know right where it's here. at. All right. I, I live in San Dimas, by the oh, way. okay. But I've always wanted to go in there dressed up as an Indian, like a Native American, oh and God. just like dance around <laughs> on the dance floor and be like, hey, oh, oh yeah. Oh, be careful. Oh, They'll kick oh, you off oh, the dance oh, floor. Oh, will they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. That's, that's the thing about these. That's, these, that's really, if you're not in these step and in line, no pun intended, they'll I actually want to do that to every really? single cowboy bar. The country bars take their line dancing extremely seriously. Wow. Let's get this straight in California only. Are you serious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that's sucking. Yes. Well, for me, I had just a fabulous Father's Day. Good. Yeah, Josh. Oh, yeah, happy Father's Day, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Second dad. Um, Josh was out there in um, um, Vegas. So he uh, graciously let us use his house on Sunday for a Father's Day uh, soiree. Cool. Uh, which is really cool. And uh, my family stepped up. And uh, it was a great, great Father's Day, man. I played some golf, blah, blah, blah. Got me a, they bought me a cooler. Zach and Mary um, bought me a cooler, this uh, huge uh, igloo cooler with a big old handle on it and wheels and all that. That's what I wanted. They got it for me. They stepped up. And they bought me one of those um, click clickgear.com um, golf carts. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I can push, you know, I'm getting into walking the golf courses instead of riding, and so they, they bought me one of those. So couldn't have been better, man. I had a fantastic, uh, spent, you know, time with the grandkids, blah, 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 blah. So, so it was really, really cool. So that's what happened. All right? That's the life of an old person. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I will say we did celebrate Pa Thursday instead of Father's Day. Oh, really? Because... For us, we since we have dogs as kids. Oh, oh gotcha. Hey, don't say oh lord. Oh lord. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> but no, um, it's Mother's Day for Mother's Day and Potter's Day for Potter for Father's oh, Day. Oh my goodness <laughs> gracious! Hey, How we give each other cool. cards that actually say that that we find at really? Walgreens. Yeah. So what did you think about? Uh, was it Hallmark? That put out the baby daddy card? Oh my gosh, it did. I didn't hear about that. You, you guys didn't hear about that? No. Really? Oh yeah, they actually put him in stores and it said baby daddy. Well, at least they're trying to be hip. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? I don't know if that's a step in the right direction or not. <laughs> like, that makes that. <laughs> Happy baby daddy day. Right? I think that lasted like one day. <laughs> you know? like, come on, man. Oh lord. About. Now what that's something about? to say, oh Lord, about. Right. Yes. Right. Well, since um, our last show, the Stanley Cup was handed out yes. to the Washington Capitals. Uh, 4 1 uh, victory in nice games. Job, nice job. Right? Easily, it was. This easily, was. Easily could have been 4 0, though. You know what, Jacob? But it also could have been 3 2 going to seven <laughs> games. Very true. Hold on. Very true. Breaking news. From Josh. This is from Josh. He just he just texts me. He says, "Tell Jacob, my laugh is not girly. Oh <laughs> well, it has it has a feminine touch." Okay. Bree's laugh more manly than Josh's. I'm sorry, man. I love her. Come at me, bro. <laughs> but um, but uh, no, well, thank you for that, Josh. Thank, at least you know he's listening, right? Very true. So. But anyway, um, like like you you thought the series could have been four zero. I'm looking at the posts that were hit, the wide open net, oh, yeah. the the, oh, yeah. the save by Holtby with the stick. But I mean, the series could have could have turned the other way. Easily. And actually, it was really fun series to 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 watch, um, because of the storyline. I mean, you're rooting for the underdog. You're rooting <laughs> you're rooting for the for the uh, expansion team, mm-hmm. right? Because they play the game the way it's supposed to be played, right? Four lines deep, no stars. Grind, 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 but you're also pulling for Ovi, and you're also pulling for that team that's had a lot exactly. of uh, you know adversity and blah blah blah. And, and one of the best things I ever saw um, was after Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Championship, mm-hmm. right? Just the pure joy 
of a hockey player. They, oh, I mean, yeah. you, they they make the money, and yes, they want to be ri- they want the money and blah blah blah. They sign, right. but they play for that freaking ring, yep. and they play for the respect of their teammates and the rest of the players in the league. Mm-hmm. And and the look on Ovechkin's face was absolute pure, absolute pure joy that he finally made it. That he committed, he committed to playing defense. He committed to playing, uh, you know, passing the puck doing everything that a hockey player is supposed to do. And his teammates, every single one of them, just came up with a heartfelt, you know, Kobe never got that. Kobe never got that kind of status that that Obi got with that. So it was really cool to watch that whole happen, (laughs) to watch that happen. And then for him to get forget the cup uh, uh, and, you know, to have the party in Washington and all that stuff and the respect around the league. So very good series for the NHL. I think it went off really well. Um, The pregame for Vegas – yeah, maybe I, I I got to go to Vegas when the Kings played there the first time. Uh-huh. One, I mean, hats off to them because that arena, when it's game time, is outstanding. Right. My buddy okay. and I, diehard Kings fans, we looked at each other after the game, even though we lost. Mm-hmm. was like, we would not mind coming back even if the Kings are not playing. Right. Like, it's that much fun just to go because that the atmosphere they put into that building is Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah, isn't it cool? And then, and the amount of people between the hotels oh, and yeah. that on that little walkway yeah. with, the, with the bands and all they got, that. They got so. a great setup with the location mm-hmm. of the arena and everything. And I mean, it's it was really cool. We were there on Memorial Day weekend. Uh, you know, about six of us, mm-hmm. and um, we stayed Monday to watch the game. Mm-hmm. You know, there and uh, just walking through anywhere. <laughs> you, you could go any, into any building. Right. And see someone in a Knights shirt, a Knights jersey. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking like people that are like in the cashier's cages at mm-hmm. casinos. Mm-hmm. The whole like, town. There was like no restriction on uniform. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like everyone just took their dress code for like game days and was like, just throw it out the window. Sure. You guys want to rock the team stuff? Go ahead. Very cool. Which, and the Raiders are going to get the same treatment. Oh, I yeah. Think, I think it's a fantastic thing for yeah. the Raiders to to go over there and, and play some football. Now, Bree, there wasn't much hockey. In Jacksonville, Texas, when you were growing up, right? No. But you said you've become a Kings fan. Um, I'm like I said, I have three favorite teams: is mm-hmm. the Kings, the Predators, and, and well, we'll only talk about the, the Bruins. Kings. But so. the Kings, I I do have a love for them. It was so funny. The first time I rooted for them, um, Jacob's dad was like, "Well, you have to name four players in their positions," and I was like, "Crap!" And so then I'm like, I'm thinking, and I, and so I named them all. Dad's rough, man. He's he's, he's not gonna let you get off scot free. Yeah, so he's I named challenge you. I named them all, and I named their positions. I don't remember the ones I named at this time, but I mean, and uh-huh. I don't think some of them are even on the team anymore. I think that was when Lucic was on right, the Kings. Right, right, right. But that's probably the first one I mentioned was Lucic because I knew exactly who that was. That's why I was watching the Kings. Very cool. But I don't know. I I really uh. When I when my teams aren't in, I stop watching. And that's the kind of. Can we get to get over that? It's hard because I don't know hockey as much. Well, uh, that's how you. When it comes know to hockey, is keep watching. It. When it comes to <laughs> buy into the game. When it comes to football, if the Patriots are in the end, I don't watch. <laughs> if, you and a whole bunch of people. Um, but any other team, I would gladly still watch football. I'm mm-hmm. not going to root for one or the other because I'm a firm believer in root for the team that you've always rooted for. So. See, that'd be for me. That'd be the Dodgers, right? Because I, I haven't rooted for any other team. Yeah, I never root for any other team when it comes to baseball. It's mm-hmm. always been Astros. Oh, see? always. Ever yeah. since I was knee yeah, high, knee high to a grasshopper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my whole family is just like yeah. yeah. 
Right, well, so. speaking of the Dodgers, they've made a pretty good turnaround. They, they were have. Uh, they were what nine games out at yeah, one point. Yeah, they just needed like time that. to figure some things out. Get some players. You guys were back. scaring me. Yeah, you, you were scaring me. I was like, I want a rematch. <laughs> like, I want to see the Dodgers and the Astros in the World. Who knows what's going to happen? Because if they do make it to the playoffs, we're not going to have Corey Seager at short. You mm. know what I mean? So right. there's some there's, there's some key elements. Going Kershaw's on. no longer the ace. His body's deteriorating. Yeah. you know what I mean. His back's falling apart. Isn't it amazing how fast it happens? It, it is. With, it's crazy. Year, it's just he's just. Then you like look at people done. like Verlander, who can go nine innings, right? yeah. 115 pitches. Yeah, right? right? Or Bartolo Colon, who's 45 years old, still yeah, going 89 dude. miles an hour. Yeah. And Verlander and marrying like Kate Upton. slices of pizza we'll in the dugout. Right? <laughs> well, they threw that stat out there. I don't know if you saw the stat the other day. They threw the thing out in 1974. Nolan Ryan throws 252 pitches. I don't want to oh. talk about Nolan yeah, Ryan. I, right? I did see that. He makes me mad. Why? Because he went, how can you be on the Astros and then go to the, the Rangers? Well, the Astros didn't want to give him the money. I don't care. Money. I don't like the Rangers. <laughs> I don't care, she says. I don't but, care. I hate I mean, the you know, so, so speak, it, it, when you talk about pitchers in baseball, you, you look at that stat, and you look at the stat that Bob Gibson, you know, 12 complete games in a row, ERA of .086, right? It just, it doesn't happen anymore. Quality start, a quality start, I don't even know what the fuck that means, quality start. Five innings, less than two runs, and that's a quality start. You make millions of dollars for that. Right. What What is that? I think Seriously, a lot, I what think, is that? I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, you've heard the, the term pussification of America. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I think there's right. a, a, there's an, a little bit of that, I think, in there is they're too afraid to let players get hurt. They're too afraid to let players go six innings because they might hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the reason that they put that catcher rule in place. You can't block the plate. You can't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't. Well, what about okay, the, what about the that thing with, with Matt Kemp getting all pissed off at that's that way, dude? That's the way the game should be played, man. Right? There was nothing wrong with he that. Had no nothing reason dirty to with get that. Upset. Nope. Plus, he was blocking the the plate. He was right? blocking the line, you know, the baseline. But he had the ball. So I applaud Matt Kemp. He gets my shot of the week for that, by the way. What? For doing that? What? Yeah. For getting pissed at the guy taking no, no, no. him out? For for making that play, for uh, for throwing the shoulder down. Yeah, and but what about pitching out and get pissed off and, and pushing the guy? It happens too. Well, that's his job. I well, mean, look at Altuve and uh, who was it? Oh, uh, and uh, McCullers. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? No. When they got so angry at one another. Oh, in the dugout or something. Oh my like that? gosh! No, it was like because they had a collision at first base. Okay. And then Altuve was pissed at his own pitcher. Yeah. Okay. And so they were like having a, a actual verbal fight with one another, and then Altuve comes out of the dugout and like chunks his mitt and just like runs off like and and we're all like, what in the world? Right. Was that? What's, what's going on right. with that? Because McCullers is a great pitcher. Right. So it's like, okay, it's a mistake. It's not like it's playoff time. Right, chill out, man. So there's only a hundred games left. For real. Right? Deal with it. But are we are we going to see the day um, when you get a pitcher who only pitches three innings? He goes through the lineup once, pitches three innings, yeah, and then you use. The same pitcher six, over no, again? You use, no, you use six pitchers to pitch one yes. in for the rest of the game. I think that's going to happen. There? I think so because of that whole Tony Romo thing. Not Tony Romo. I was going <laughs> to say, um, Sergio why are we Romo. jumping to football? Sorry, this is going to get really interesting I was now. like, wait, 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 wait. I meant Sergio <laughs> Romo of the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> I, I Romo thought, was in my head. Dude, you're not even stoned. You know. haven't touched What's the ball yet. Maybe I knew it. Maybe dude, I, I thought you one. were going like a Michael Jordan status kind of a thing here. <laughs> like, what in the world? Where I was going was that Sergio Romo, who pitches for the Tampa Bay Rays, did that. He's a relief pitcher. Pitched like one inning, back-to-back days. 
right back to back start the game, and then they brought the starter in. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? To that throw, is weird. To well, throw like four or five innings. Well, or the closest that we've come is is the Royals when when they won the World Championship. Uh, with two, two. Sorry. <laughs> Who's your? Okay, so you hate the Rangers, you hate the Royals because you just. Well, went, I don't Ugh. like Kansas City. Oh, I see. Period. They're very dirty. Gotcha. Because hey, now who's they? Kansas City, the Chiefs, the Royals. <laughs> just in general, the city. Just in general, the city. No, hold on. I just want to know. They're Kansas shitty. Oh, hey, I like that. That's nice. Fuckface, dickhead, <laughs> you, 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 you really better watch yourself, though, because you know who's a huge Chiefs fan? Oh, no, who? Obed. Obed. Oh, yeah, he is. Our, I love you, Obed, our, our if you're listening. Artist. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he huge did. Huge Chiefs he did fan. Our, Tattoos. Adam, okay. Hey, right. and by the way, speaking well, of people who are watching. Well, that's not the guy you want to piss off. No, hi, no. hi, Rebecca, because our friend Rebecca's watching. She sent me like millions of pictures of me. Hi, Rebecca. Nice. Hi, Rebecca. Right. So at least we know that it's working out there. Yes, people it are is. actually it watching. Is. Uh, both of them. <laughs> yeah, both Josh of them. Josh and Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All both of them. We doubled our viewership. <laughs> <and> <laughs> there you go. At least someone's watching and listening. Can you come back next week? So it's. But back to that, I mean, the Kansas City Royals, when they won the world championship, they basically did the same thing. They asked their starters to go through the lineup yeah. twice. That's cheap. Right? Yeah. Go through the lineup twice because yeah. thir- the stats the stats say when you go through it the third time, it, everything, you know, elevates as far as um, um, uh, ERA and, and, and uh, batting average against and all that other shit. So th- do you like that? Do you no. think that's a good thing? No, because then you're taxing your bullpen. Yeah, it's true. I but think you're that, not taxing your bullpen because they're only pitching one an inning. They're yeah, only but, throwing yeah. 20 pitches. Yeah, but what if they blow their elbow out in that, exactly. in that one inning? Yeah. You know what I mean? You need to preserve. What if, Dude, what, have your start, yeah. if, your start, if your team is up 5-3, to three, let's just say, right? Going into the fifth inning. Dude, mm-hmm. leave your starter out there. Until oh no, no, no take, a, take a base. card, take a card from Verlander. Oh, no, but you can only pitch 100 pitches. Dude, I don't want to hear it. Right. I'm with you. But I really think the problem is, and I, I really do, travel baseball as a child, mm-hmm. when you're when you're starting at ten years old and you play travel ball and then you you, you know, you do that all year long. I mean these, these kids it's shortstops like you know, they're they're having Tommy John surgery mm-hmm. and all this stuff. I truly believe this travel ball for pitchers in particular it's just, it's just killing them. Yeah, I do think that they you should. Know, they have a 30-year-old arm by the time they right. get drafted yeah. as far as innings. Pitch. Yeah, they I should mean, re- they should reduce spring training because it is way too long, and, yeah. and players do injure themselves during yes. spring training. I hate I hate all the preseason of every right. sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It ruins it does. major players. Mm-hmm. Just it, have it like a week or two. and then or, or instead of doing it just a week or two and keep it the same length, but put your rookies in there the whole time. Right. right. Let your rookies get seasoned mm-hmm. in preseason. Right. Isn't that what it's for right. anyway? I agree with Good you. Point. Just play all your draft picks and yeah. your third stringers. Let them get their feet yeah, wet. What, what, and what, what's the point of having Brady come in and play two sets of Like downs. you don't know what he's going to do. Exactly. Right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's how your stars hurt. get hurt. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think, and, and Yeah, totally agree. Speaking of pitchers, by the way, I was going to ask you guys this. So this has always bothered me about the NL. Okay. Is this the stupid thing about the pitcher having to bat? Oh, no, it's no, been no. A, it's, it's, it's been a rule for years. Well, I know I it has, awesome. but the AL took it away, and I like it that the way AL because now away. your pitcher is solid the whole yeah, time. There's talk right now um, about, about impl- know, implementing. There's there's talk right now about implementing the DH in the National League, and a lot of people are against it because it does separate the two leagues. So yes. the DH did not 
become um, into play until like the 1970s, right? It was like 76. Yeah. Six, yeah. It was mm-hmm. something it was like 70s. that. Late, yeah. So I think it's always been part of the game. And that's what I think separates the two leagues, which is why when you have an well, American it's the last League thing team that does. come to, right, to National League Park, do that, put a, to put a DH in the National League, and then you're totally changing the whole aspect of right, well, it. You but, are. But it changes baseball. It changes it does. the it does. essence of baseball. Because if you, have the bases loaded, if you have the bases loaded with nobody out, let's just say, for example, and your pitcher's up, what do you do? Yeah, see, right. that that's Deep the problem. Is like, is, I like it. It's a good problem. It is, but it's not. At the same time... Come on, sweetheart. Is there nothing better than watching the pitcher get up there no. with the bases loaded and stroke a freaking double off the wall? I mean, the crowd goes crazy. If your pitcher's a good batter. It, if, no, the best thing is if he's a horrible batter. Yeah, that's even <laughs> and better. And he does it. The guy's batting 010. He's one for 35 in his life, and he strokes a double to win his own game. That's true. That's exciting. It Uh, is. But I mean, I I think. I know Big Poppy can do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I I love Big Poppy. Big Poppy can come up there and hit a double. But, you know, you know, Verlander come up, who's only batted once in six years, comes up there and hits a double. That's a good thing. Yeah, I can see that. But at the same time, I think it should stay. Shut it, Mike, off. I know. I think, I, I think it should stay how it is, where the AL only does it. Agree. When they yeah. come to totally, an NL park. Totally, totally agree. Like with that. I don't think they should ever make it where the AL does. does and and I like it does. too when they visit when they yeah. play interleague. If you're in the National League, you yeah, play you by do. Their you rules do their and, rules. Yeah. yeah, I think you it know? should stay that way. And I, I really think it's kind of a weird thing too, but because you know the pitchers in high school, mm-hmm. they were shortstops. Yep. Yeah. They pitched and they played another position. They yep. probably hit exactly. 400. You know, in high school. So Unless you're like my nephew, who's a freaking switch pitcher, switch hitter. Yeah, he's already getting shopped by colleges, and he's only a sophomore in high school. Right. There is a switch pitcher in the big leagues right now, and that's Pat Venditti. He actually plays yes. for the Dodgers. Just mm-hmm. saw him last week yeah. at the game, mm-hmm. Dude, but they sent him back down to the minors. So why can't they hit with and get up there? That's what really bothers me, man. Are you that, it's just what, not that bad. What it's, bothers me about this is that you have to pick which hand that you pitch with right. at the beginning of the game. I don't think that's what I was told. You should be able to. You should be able to you throw, be able to throw want, whichever man. hand. If you're, Hang if a glove you are, off the back of your belt and go dude, for if, it. If you're good at both hands, why the heck not right. pitch yeah. with both hands? Absolutely. Like give the give the batters some competition. Like right. let's make it real interesting. Right. Let the switch pitchers do their thing and let, let the switch hitters do their thing. Then a couple fastballs left-handed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dude. If if the if the hitters are allowed to switch whenever they change pitchers. Then why the, right? why, why can't the pitchers? Exactly. I agree. What's, what's totally. the big deal with having a pitcher? We're going to write a strongly worded letter to the National yes, <laughs> Major League Baseball. Yes, my, because my nephew has that problem. So do you like the rule of the intentional walk now where they just go? No. Instead of pitching to him? They should pitch to him. I think so, too. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it should count as pitches. I think so, too. Well, you should actually have to do it instead of... Like yeah, the, that's like what the way I mean. That it should count be. as part of their pitches. It Absolutely. shouldn't just be like, oh, no, good. Because, yeah. you know, every once in a while, he throws it too close to the plate. Right. The guy hits it. Or yeah. every once in a while, or he goes in the dirt. backstop. Right, backstop. It's part of the game. It I, I don't, I don't game. like that no. at all. It's like you said, it's the pussification of America. Yeah, there you go. There you go, right? All right, well, we're... we're starting to creep our way into our professional sports. Everything. It creeped away into sports a long time ago. Right. That's true. Yeah, I don't Especially in basketball. I don't, well, that's just, it, that's always been there. Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know if you remember, it was, this is a while ago now, but I, I want to say it was either Pittsburgh or Philadelphia was threatening to cancel a football game be, due to snow. That's what? ridiculous. So ridiculous. You got to play. It's football. You, you got to play. You're in Philadelphia. You're in Pennsylvania. Right. Did you not expect this or what? Right? And you want to cancel? Bullshit on that! And you want to <laughs> cancel a game due to snow? 
I mean, granted, it's supposed to be a little more snow than you're used to, but like I. That's just money. That, that was the first. That's thing. all exactly. money. Exactly. Let them play with two people in the stands. Let's see who who performs now. Mm-hmm. All right. But you yes. know, I mean, you, I'm all about that. Oh, places, totally, places, I get you. Right? Places like that, people are going to show up regardless. Of course they are. You know, yeah. it's Philly. My exactly. my mom bought like a Packers ticket to watch the Texans play the Packers, mm-hmm. and it. She said it was snowing mm-hmm. when they played them, and she was like, "I loved it though. Right? Like it was like the best feeling in the world to watch the Texans who are not used to this, right? Because they have a retractable dome. <laughs> so like to watch them go through this, my have mom to was do like, it. Yeah. Well, that's what makes the NFL." unique mm-hmm. is is when you travel on the road you're on the road yes. yeah yeah you're yes. on the yeah. road yes. man if you're from Houston bubble turf yep you go to Lambo yep. grass open snow it's definitely what would just I like the NFL for that mm-hmm. right that's that's a good thing yeah all right well we've we've hit 630 cool. time for the first break we're gonna play a Texas runaway song here and we'll get into more about the band uh, when we come back from the break so what what song are we going to play uh, right now? You want to have them introduce it? Since Absolutely. It's song? Talk to me. Get Bree. in my car. Take, Are we doing it. get in my car? Take yeah. it, woman. Is, isn't that your... We no, do... the second break is mine. Okay, so then we don't do that. We do Who Knew, who knew Country then. Okay, yeah. so what's this about, man? T- talk to me. Who knew, the background. who knew Country is actually <laughs> the sped up version of the other version of this song on that album. Okay. Um, because it's the second one that came out. But uh, it's about the love... Between the leads, the lead guitarist and I, really, yeah, it's our Very cool. it's our love story. Really, mm-hmm. really, it's actually pretty much. Well, you know what? You know it's what how I'm... Texas Runaway became Texas Runaway. Really, yeah, how fucking cool. Kind of the backstory. Of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. drumming on this. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome, so awesome. enjoy this. Who knew country from Texas Runaway? We'll be back. Wednesday, got my boy Renee in the ones and twos. What's we, up? We have Texas Runaway in the house. We have drummer Jacob Pedrudo, lead singer Bree Bones. You just heard a song called Who Knew? Who Knew? And uh, you told me that's the little song that got start the, the band started. Give me give me a little background there. So I met Mike, the lead guitarist, mm-hmm. at a bar in Burbank. Shocking. I'm not. Uh, I guess I have to say it. Yep. The porn star karaoke. Whoa, okay. I moved out here with a porn photographer. It doesn't exist and, anymore, I checked. Bobby! <laughs> and I didn't I didn't okay. know he was a porn photographer until I moved out here. He had always called it PSK. And he never said he never <laughs> okay. said what that meant. Right. And he just said PSK and it's karaoke. And I'm like, okay. So he takes me in and it's all these porn stars, and there's a porn star that hosts it and they give out like porn and dildos and all that stuff. Okay. And um, it's literally the best kept secret, and I use quotation marks because right. it's fully packed and standing room only. And, um, really? Yeah, it was crazy. And they the, do this at, like, underground not, clubs? or what, No, this what? was Sardo's Bar. It no longer exists. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of bittersweet because the old man that owned it was a jackass. Okay. But um, the whole thing is I met him. He thought I was a porn star. Okay. And then, hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I saw him and his uh, current lead singer at the time, 
they I found out they were in a band and I asked if they played if he played guitar and he wanted to learn how to two step and I wanted to learn how to play guitar so okay. we exchanged numbers and I never intended on texting him again really yeah um because I wasn't here for the guys I was here right. for my music okay and I went and saw them at a show and I loved everything about it like mm-hmm. I just loved how passionate they seemed and then uh, some chick like came over and grabbed his face and like shoved her tongue down his throat. This is Mike, my now husband. Right. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be around people with groupies and stuff. Right. I'm not ready for this right. Right. this right. level right. yet. This scene, uh-huh. And so I like was walking to my car. I text him, hey, I'm leaving. And he runs from dropping that girl off at the taxi to me. And he's like, can I walk you to your car? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he just got a tongue out of his throat, so he's a little breathless. Right, I, 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 and I, I, I'm I, I, like, <laughs> dear God, I guess so. And we'll so walk he, you to California. He walks me to my car, and he's like, I want to take you out. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've had a chance. And then the guy I had moved out here with and his girlfriend, dude, got into bad drugs. Mm-hmm. And so I, the only person from California I had my phone was Mike. So okay. I texted him. I was like, hey, you got any um, people who need a roommate or anything? Mm-hmm. Or I just need to get out of right. this situation. Right. And he was so eager, and he helped me out. And Very then cool. we ended up dating, and we've been together now for seven years and married for five. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> You've got some good ones there, man. I've made literally like... Hundreds of sound effects. Oh my word! It's insane. I have way too much time on my hands. That is awesome. But the song is mainly about how we met and how who knew that someone from Texas who thinks that please people don't be mad at me for saying this, but this is what we think in Texas about California because we only have movies to look at. Um, the land of the fruits and the nuts. Right. Yeah. Um. So that's what my daddy. My daddy said he was like, "Uh, "You're going to the land of the fruits and the nuts? Why are you crazy?" And Mm -hmm. then he's like, "Yeah, but do your thing." So have you always? Wanted to sing? Is that your old your whole thing since you were a little little girl? Ever since I was little, my mamma, who is no longer with us, um, would put me in little competitions with our church. Mm-hmm. And um, I, there's videos of me, which I hope never come out. But so you are know, you doing gospel? Are you, are you singing gospel? At this? No. Or what are it's, you doing? It's little silly like kid type worship okay. songs. All right. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh. This is getting yeah, cute. Right. Renee's on point over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a man. That's why we pay him the right? big bucks, huh? Right. I won <laughs> I won a lot of competitions when I was little. Uh-huh. And I got all-state choir in high school. And mm-hmm. I loved singing. Very cool. But, I mean, my dad was always like, so much rejection in that industry. You need to focus on like being a doctor. You're so good at math and science. Right. And I'm well, like, every, but I love to sing, Daddy. Every singing star's parents tell them the same thing. Get exactly. a real job, right? Get exactly. a haircut, get a real job, and just move on. It's not going to happen. But then the so, first time he heard me sing like yeah, live. Yeah, he melted his ass, right? My my daddy has always been a big old teddy bear when it comes to me. Right. And uh, you, you can ask Jacob. He is... A scary-looking man when you meet him. <laughs> she, she she described him as like a big old teddy bear. Uh-huh. When we all saw him, we were like, "No, that's just a big old bear." That's just a bear. <laughs> huh? that's just a big old bear. <laughs> okay, so the band the band prior to Jacob was together for how long? So we had four lineups prior to Jacob. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we had which means four different drummers. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, so why him? Where'd you find him? Well, that's the funny thing is um, at an Eric Church concert that I won tickets to on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wearing a Texans jersey 
mm-hmm. at this Eric Church concert, and uh, Mikey Gary Cali or, or yeah, it was yeah, no, it was Nokia at Theater. Nokia Theater. Oh, okay, LA uh-huh. Lives. Yeah, and so I w- we were walking around looking at like the merch, but when mm-hmm. there's a break before right. Eric Church goes on, and Mike was like, "Oh, hey, that's my my buddy Jacob from uh, school," because Mike and Jake went to school together. Jacob, went to school what school? Uh, we went to high school together. Lindora? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I was in drumline, uh, Mike was playing uh, guitar in the jazz band. Get the hell out uh, of here. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, and so uh, that's how we met. But then, like, I think it was maybe a year later, um, we had a bad falling out with the last drummer. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he was like, hey, you know that guy we met at that Eric Church concert? And I'm like, who? Because, <laughs> I mean, right. it's, it's a ch- like cross-meeting sure, and that's thousands it. Thousands of people, sure. Uh-huh. And so he's like, yeah, he plays drums. And I was like, well, why didn't you mention this before? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, we can just get him to record or whatever. And then... Ends up, he ends up being a member for a little bit, and then uh, he decides to leave us for a year and left us with another drummer. No, I didn't leave you with him. <laughs> that's, that's straight. Right. I left. I didn't leave you with him. Right. That's he true. left, and you chose him. Well, what's right. even funnier is how he came back, is that um, I call him and say, hey, uh, my friend Rebecca and I want to do a uh, cover band, and I know you play a piano, so mm-hmm. I know you know a lot of covers. And then our friend Jameis, who is now the bass player, wasn't the bass player of Texas Runaway at the time. Okay. Um, he was the bass player for this cover band now. And then, so it was Jacob, Mike, myself, Rebecca, and Jameis. Okay. And we were playing in this cover band opening for Texas Runaway. So I played in both bands. Interesting. Okay. And um, As did Mike. Yes. And so I told, and so did Rebecca, but Rebecca, yeah. we didn't have a lot of room on the stage that night, but... I looked at Jacob the whole time that I was playing mm-hmm. with this other drummer because what I told Jake, Jacob was that he just didn't feel the songs right the right. way that Jacob did. Right. And he wrote all the drum parts Jacob did. Really? To our songs. So Very it was cool. like this guy was literally trampling over everything right. that Jacob had made. Right. And so I was looking at him like I made faces like literally at him so he would know how I felt. Right. And then I told him, like, I think it was at practice for another show. I was like, can you record some drum parts for some new drummers? Cause I need to, I need to find someone else who mm-hmm. is more fit for us. He was like, why do you need somebody to try out? And I was like, what do you mean? Why do I need someone to try out? And he's like, well, I'll just come back. I'm available. Atta boy. <laughs> yeah. So what, what were you doing at the time? And I knew you were at piano, piano. Yeah. And, well, you've come a long way from, Starting out drums in the church, man. Uh, St. Yeah. Dorothy's. I nice. remember the first time you played in church, bro. Yeah. We got a call, that by the way. a long time ago. All right. We have a call. O-Dog. Yeah, O-Dog's on. You guys want to talk to somebody? Sure. sure. Yeah. What's up with O-Dog? Let's see what's up. Yo. What's going on, Naka? What's up? What's up, number two? How you doing, my brother? I'm doing well, man. How you guys doing? Happy Father's Day to you, Knocker. What's going on, guys? Um, good to see you back on the show. I love your guests. They're doing an awesome job. Um, I love hearing her about her stories about the Texans. That's awesome. So you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> and, uh, I just called to say hi, man. Well, I cool, man. About a little bit about the hockey. Um, you know, can we just go back for one second? That sure. That Brandon Hopi made complete luck. What do they call that knocker? Puck luck, right? Absolutely. But a lot of championships are won on, on luck. Tyree, Absolutely. that's luck. Absolutely. You know, Edelman, that's luck. Right. But it was a little bit of puck luck, but they got it, and that's what counts. You know, Ovechkin is back on the East Coast, drinking.
looking like a swashbuckling <laughs> and he is just out of his mind and I'm, it's good to see you know sports is about emotion if you don't have the emotion you're not really a sports fan you for know, sure you can be a casual fan but the emotion makes you a sports fan and uh it's good to see man so i really enjoyed that um what did you guys talk about earlier? Did you guys talk about the the Warriors and the? I mean, what's what's really talk about that, right? Well, uh, you, you know, you know me in basketball. I'm, if I have to, I'm going to talk about it later. But you know, no, I haven't really got into that. So let let's do that now, man. What 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 do you think about that, man? I, you know, one of the best things. You know, speaking about that, um, can I get some more volume on here? Because I can I can barely hear him. Yeah, he's he really, really you know, I'm trying to figure out why. I don't know if he is touched. that his cheap ass phone again. No, the, the I don't burner? know. If, I don't know if what's his face touched it. Anything when I was in here, right. it's, it's like up all the way. Yeah, well, we can hear you, but let me, it's let not. Let me try you know, something. Stop talking for a minute. Just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, did you see on, on on Twitter the one dude? I don't. I have no idea who it was who uh, did the parody on on Stephen A. Smith uh, as far as uh, LeBron being the king and not being able to win one game. Did you see that? Was that Jay Farrell? I don't know who it was. It was some dude talking about in the Stephen A. Smith you know, voice yeah. about LeBron not being able to win one game. Did you see that, O'Dog? All right. I think he's back. I did. There and you know what? Cool. There we go. Cool. I got I to gotta say this. The, 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 the game one loss changed the entire series. Sure. And the way they lost it, um, it was just, it took the wind out of any, it took, I'm not saying that Cleveland had a chance, but if they ever had a chance, losing game one, crushed it it ruined it and and you know lebron put on a masterful performance and jr screwed it up um 51 points it's no wonder he broke his hand if his hand was in fact broke i don't blame him you know i'm a lebron guy i'm a lebron supporter and after you put your heart your soul your, your sweat and you give everything you have to have this bonehead blow it when you had the chance to to steal one now, the results may have ended up the same, but you feel better going back to Cleveland with a split than you do going down 2-0. And I, I thought after they lost that game, I thought the series was pretty much over. I said, there's no way to come back from that. I, I didn't see it happen. And I didn't think – I was hoping that they got a win. But, you know, for me, it really doesn't matter as it relates to LeBron. I think he was amazing just to get that team to the uh, NBA Finals with those bums. Well, pretty much it comes down to my mantra, and, and my mantra is this. The most mon- – the most fundamental thing in basketball is what? Make your free throws. You make your damn free yeah. throws, you win the effing game. You, you know, you go 7 for 22 from the line, that's 15 effing points, and you lost by 7. If the dude makes yeah. his free throw, we're not even talking about this. But be that as it may, you have a coach who somehow, some way, did not relate to the players on the floor, and this is part of LeBron's fault, too. This is the one thing I have an issue with as far as this whole situation was, the coach has to talk to LeBron and say, okay, if we miss this, we've got a timeout. Let everybody know we have a timeout. If they get a rebound, call the timeout, right? There was no communication right. with this team. It's not all on J.R. Smith, okay? He effed up, and he did something really stupid. But, you know, there's four other guys on the floor, including supposedly the GOAT, who just sat there and watched it happen he didn't say we have a timeout he didn't say okay scores tied you know just be on this let's let's make something happen he stood near the half court line watched the ball hit the rim watched the guy pick it up and then got pissed off afterwards so i put a lot of the blame on him for that 
You know, that's a fair point, and, and, and I think you're right. I think it's piss-poor communication by everybody in the organization. It's poor communication from the top down, from, from Teron Liu to LeBron James and every assistant on there. But most of all, at the end of the day, J.R. Smith's a professional. Of course. He should know. He should be situationally aware and look up. All you got to do is look up at the <laughs> right. scoreboard and say, okay, what's the score? How many timeouts? All right, where are we at in this game? So in as much as I understand you putting blame on, on the coaching staff, and LeBron, 90% of that blame for me falls on J.R. Or JR Smith. Of you course. have to know you're a 12-year or however many years he's been in the league. You have to know the situation. You have to know. Ask. If you don't know, say, yo, we got any timeouts? Right. Okay, what are we doing if we miss? You know, you just got to figure that out as a professional basketball player. He's been in too many. He's played too many basketball games to make a mental error like that. Agreed. This guy's a professional. Okay, so where's LeBron going? Man, it doesn't matter. You know, for my Jacob's money, going not here. Please money. not here. I, Jacob, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Jacob, why don't you want him here? I just think it's going to open up a whole new can of worms. Really? I mean, we, LA, we being the Lakers. LA just got NFL back right. a few years ago. So they're starting to deal with that. They're getting a new, right. new stadium for both those guys. Right. You know, they've, they've got baseball in, in technically two teams. All right. One has an identity crisis for where they're located. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop um, it with my L.A. Angels, man. I know, you know exactly where they are. Come yes. on, man. <laughs> so, so so you don't like the idea of him coming here at all? I th- That's a no. I think no. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> okay, where's he going, Bluntly man? put, right? no. Oh, Doug, where's he going and why? I hope he goes to L.A. Um, because I'm a Lakers fan, so it's selfish. And, you know, I, I understand it changes the dynamic of the league. It changes the dynamic of, of L.A. sports. But I think that's – you want to be an even bigger star, go to L.A. Magic is a star because he was in L.A. You know, there's nothing like being in L.A. And I think he's going to come to realize that. And I think Magic was specifically brought in to show him what being the king of L.A. can be like. Mm-hmm. You want to be the king? Okay, it's fine to be the king in Cleveland. That's great. But try being the king in, of L.A. Now you're in a big-time market, and I know the world is flat, and you, he made money in Cleveland and all of that, but it's nothing like being that superstar in L.A. as Shaq, as Kobe, as Magic. You know, these For guys sure. can relate it to him, and I think, I, I think he goes to L.A., but only if they can get some other players. You know, he don't, he don't want to be in L.A. by himself. You know, struggling, and this is a, this is a win now league. Get there, win two championships, or compete for two championships, and worry about the future in the future, man. Well, isn't he too old to to wait for that to happen? No, I think I think I think if you bring LeBron in, all of a sudden, well, first of all, obviously you bring LeBron in, and you're a playoff contender right off the bat. You're getting in the eight spot at minimum. But you're, you're playing against the Rockets max, and the Warriors, bro. Player, you're playing against the Rockets and the Warriors. In two years, how does this guy create a team that can compete with, with the Rockets who are young uh, and, and the Warriors who are young? How, how does he I'm gonna even tell compete you how, with I'm going to tell you how. Okay, preach, the brother. The Rockets aren't preach. as young as you – hold on. The Rockets aren't as young as you think. You see, Chris, uh, Chris Paul breaks down every year. Every so year. So you can't guarantee that. James Harden – he, he, you know, he's not the best. I mean, he's he a good player. He's probably going to win MVP, but he has his flaws. And look at the Warriors, not for nothing. It is tough to win back 
to back to back and to make these deep runs into championships deep into June. You you start accumulating extra seasons like LeBron, and that, that team's starting to fracture a little bit. They're starting to get a little lazy, start taking winning for granted, start saying, oh, this is easy. And all you got to do is catch them on a bad night or two. Like, I mean, look, at they didn't ha- exactly have a stellar championship series. You know, Curry had a bad game. Klay Thompson had a bad game. KD in game one had 26 points, but he looked like his head wasn't – like he was in a daze. He wasn't playing like a zombie. Still managed to score 26. So they're ripe. They're ripe. Yeah, but for, when, the shit, when the shit hit the fan, what happened? When they had to win game six and game seven, what happened? Well, they pulled it together. But, of again, course. that's last year. Everybody's a little – next year, everybody's a little bit older. Legs are a little more fatigued. Those deep runs start catching up with you. So you never know what could happen. You get LeBron, you get a couple of, uh, you get another max player, and you get a couple of solid players, then you never know what could happen. But I'll tell you this, Naka, real quick, as it relates to basketball, if I were LeBron, you know where I would go? Talk Here's where I would go. Talk to me. I would, I would, go, to, I would go to the Boston Celtics and say, listen, get rid of Kyrie. I'm coming here. I want to play with these Damn. two young guys and, and Al Horford and let's win some championships. If I'm LeBron, that's what I would do. Because you know game. you're going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Of course. And then you got young talent. That Those guys are young. They're hungry. They're talented. And you can guide them. And you can go up against, LeBron, I mean, go up against the Warriors and say, hey, look, we got some young legs too now. Those guys don't have all those miles on those wheels. You know what I'm saying? So you might have a shot if, if – um, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can figure it out and start, you know, they, they made a deep run to the finals next year. They might be ripe to go a little bit further. Well, I agree. If he comes to the Western Conference, it's a mistake. He won't make the finals and he won't see another championship for the rest of his career. So that that's my take on that. So Yeah, man. We'll see. We'll see. But listen, what else you got? Give me something else. Give me something else. I'm fired up. I missed you guys. I'm talking like two weeks. I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. Um, My uh, lead guitar player, by the way, just texted me. I have to say it. He said, uh, L.A., a playoff contender with LeBron? No way. This guy on the phone forgot his meds. Oh, 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 o
But I, I, I'm going to Boston. There's just a lot of talent. You got Gordon Hayward coming back. You got Al Horford, who looked like a stud this playoffs. And you got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I think you got a, a, a winning squad. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And Buffalo LeBron, they would have made it to the finals, the, the, the championship. So. Okay, now I'm really going to put a burr in your saddle. Why isn't Des Bryant? Why isn't Des Bryant signed yet? You know what? That's a good point. I think he should have took the deal in Baltimore, three years, twenty-one mil. Um, there's talk. Dion's talking about the Cowboys bringing him back at a lower price. Um, obviously, you know, I don't know why he's not signed. Maybe, maybe teams just don't think he's good enough. You know, I don't know. I really wonder why. And maybe he overplayed his hand. You know, he looked at himself and he thought he was better than he was. One thing I always tell people about the NFL, the the NFL will let you know how good you are. When nobody's knocking on your door, that tells you something. When the only team that came out and offered you a deal was one, you should have jumped at it because the NFL will let you know when you're not – you know, when you don't, you're not able to play anymore. Okay, and so by you, the way, what's, what's the young lady's name, the, 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 the singer? Maybe you should have her sub in for Josh every other week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, She's like the first female we've had on the show in, like, forever, huh? right? Yeah, like, right? actually in studio. <laughs> you know, at least I'll come in once a month. Right? You, know, you know, me and Josh have our battles. I'm liking her. <laughs> right? And she has a manly laugh, not like Josh, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Hey, guys, I got to get going, man. All I just right, want to call and say what's up. You know, I love you. Uh, let me give a shout-out to my show, WBKS1.com, in the game Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. And also, you can check me out on the Bros Pod. I've been fortunate enough to sit in with the great Bill Roden, Jamal Murphy, mm-hmm. um, Jared Hector. We've been doing a couple of podcasts. It's called Bros Pod, at Bros Pod. They're on SoundCloud, um, Apple iTunes. So check me out on that. And like I said, in the game, wbks one and Facebook Live, we on YouTube. Check me out, O-Dog, WBKS1. Thanks, Naka. I love Wait, you, man. Wait, O-Dog. And, uh, O-Dog. Happy Father's Day again. O-Dog, before you go. Yeah. If we're going to check you out, you got to go check us out on TexasRunawayBand.com, Apple Music, and uh, all of our other Atta good girl. stuff. Atta girl. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what? I'm not much into country music, but I will listen. You, and will, you, will, you will love us. I promise you that. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I will do that. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you stuff a listen, and I'll be 100 percent honest. I'm sure it's great. If Naka has you on the show, he, right? you know, he only brings good, good people on that show. So. Atta boy. Thanks All right, so my not. brother. Right, guys, good talking to you, Shout man. Thanks for calling in. Thanks a really lot. Appreciate it, old dog. I'm gonna keep listening. All right, my All right, brother. Man. Love you, man. Much love. All right, man. Yeah, that so was a good call. Phone call. Cool. Again, more basketball talk than I would ever do on my own. But you know, hey. <laughs> We have to do it. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, it's not like talking about country music or anything. But. Uh, right. <laughs> right. So here we are at the mid-break, which is usually my song of the week. But uh, since we have Texas Runaway in the house right now, we let them choose all three songs for the break. So, Jacob, you describe this one. What's the song we have coming up? And We're going to do uh, Get In My Car. Okay. This song is pretty much – it's pretty straightforward. It's just about – it's um, not predators saying, no. hey, little no, kid, no, no, hey, no, no, got no. me car. some candy. Get in my car, not get in my van. There's <laughs> <laughs> a big difference there. Big difference. This Ours has windows. That was awesome. That's great. So describe the song, man. Who, uh, who wrote it and, and, and what's up, man? Uh, this was written. Mike and Dave. Yeah, pretty much by Mike and Dave, our two guitar players. Okay. Um, this song. Well, I mean, to me, it's just about just when you 
see something that you want mm-hmm. about just going out and getting it. Cool. And, you know, no, just regardless do it, right? of what it is, whether it's, you know, something materialistic or not, it's just, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, you know, Cora says, you know, so shut up and get in my car. Cool. Just, you know, hey, this is what I'm doing. If you want to be a part of it, shut up and just All right, man. ride with well, me. Well, here we go. Get in my car from Texas Runaway. We'll be back on the other side of the break with a shot of the week. Enjoy. We're a little long. We got to get some food into our guests here, you know. So, gonna take a little a rose cone pollo, little salad, little tortilla, you know. And then, of course, my wife came home. You do it up, knocker. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, you make me happy every week. <laughs> That's why I told you, I was like, dude, just stop paying me. Just pay me in food and right? beer. <laughs> right? It'll be good, man. Yeah, you right. contribute to, ha- to my body. Right? Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, Wendy came home and she had to say, you know, hello to Jacob and uh, yep. and and yep. and you know, this is a good night, man. I'm this really, is, really, really glad that you guys are in here, man. It's a good mix of talking some music and how band gets started, and you know, you guys are gonna get to the top. I, I just know it, you know. So, you know, I can say I, I remember, I remember, <laughs> I remember, I remember when, I, 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 I used to babysit that boy. <laughs> yeah, I used to babysit that boy. I mean, hell, Josh and I running around, right? And right back in the day. So, so, so those Josh. of you that don't know, Jacob is my nephew. Yes. Right in the Mexican sort of way. Yeah. Right. He's not right. really like direct blood nephew, yeah. but he's to the point where you get to call him Mijo. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know, exactly, because, you know, it's, it's the Mexicans do this. You know, yes. if you have anything in common, family-wise, and this and that, there's no need to do this great aunt and second removed. And if we're all fucking cousins. Yeah. Don't you think that right? me and Knocker that could ain't... be father and son, like our skin complexion right? compared to Josh close. Oh, and, and Bud? That's my other son right here, right That's there. not even just in the Mexican culture. That's in the Southern culture, too. Is it right? Really? Very, true. Very true. All my cousins, I call aunt. Okay. Yeah, aunt and uncle, because right? they're older than me. So. Is it aunt or aunt? Aunt. No. The black culture is auntie. It's auntie? Yeah. Right. right. White white people just ant. It's ant? It's ant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Am I wrong? Ant. 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 Okay, so right now, when we come back from break, okay, you notice there's a shot glass mm-hmm. in front of you. Right. Okay, Jake, I didn't know if you oh, want to take good. a shot of, of what I have here or if you just wanted to do some beer. So if you want some kettle one, you can pour yourself. If you want some bourbon, you can pour yourself. But this is part of the show where we give a shout out. Shot of the week, shit of the week. Doesn't have to be sports related. All we're t- all we're talking about is someone that you think deserves a shot for being having a good week or doing something special. Doesn't matter in what category or whatever. And shit of the week is just for somebody who was just deserving of a shit of the week. And that's where we roll. So I will go first just to give you a little taste of, of what we're doing. Right. right? My first shot of the week is going to go to Kendra Ellis. Who is Kendra Ellis, you might ask? Mm -hmm. She ran the anchor 
for the women's 4x400 USC track team. I saw that. Right? This, this I, am, I am telling you people, I don't, I don't do this shit lightly. This is one of the top ten, maybe top five, most incredible athletic feats that I have ever seen. If you go to YouTube and you type in USC, this is going to come up. But in short, USC has to win the 4x400 relay to win the national championship. On the last pass, they bobble. She, she basically starts from a standing position. Uh, Purdue is in front. And basically, she has one lap to make up 200 effing yards. Purdue, and, yeah, Purdue was in front. Right? The whole lot. race. Right? Yeah. And, and this, this girl, from a dead standstill on the pass because it had a problem on it, you, have to, you just have to watch it. I'm just going to say yeah. that. If you're if you're interested in sports at all, and you're interested on pride, and 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 the level of athleticism that makes a freaking champion, this will make. Every time I see, I've seen it like 15 times now, and every time I see it, the hair on the back of my neck and and on my forearms stands up because this is one of the most incredible things I have ever seen in the history of sports. And I'm an old dude; I've seen a lot of shit, and it, it it's right up there. My second shot of the week is going to go to Phil Mickelson. Because <laughs> people are giving him shit for this. But, you know, plus one won the U.S. Open. Phil Mickelson's putting a ball, and it's rolling downhill, and it's going to roll off the freaking putting surface. And he knows the rule that, okay, if he runs and chases it down and hits it back towards the hole, he's only going to get a two-stroke penalty. If the ball continues to roll, it may take three or four putts to get back. I just love the fact that... A guy who's at the top echelon of the professional sport is cool enough to just say, fuck it. This course beat my ass. <laughs> I'm just going to do what I got to do. And, and I'm going to take the two strokes and I'm going to go do that. Um, number three. Uh, to my family and to all the Twitter followers out there on SportsCast, um, I am definitely living the dream. Um, all you people who sent uh, birthday wishes to me. My birthday was June 10th. Um, to all of you out there who send that and, and acknowledge that and um, who I call family uh, these days. It's very humbling to to get that kind of um, feedback from you all. So just know that I do not take it for granted. I do totally and completely appreciate um, the warm thoughts and, uh, and the best wishes for that. My shit of the week is going to go to the Philly Fanatic. <laughs> you just stole mine. <laughs> And I'll leave it at that. I'll let I'll let uh, Renee explain when it gets to his. But that's where I'm going with that. And uh, one more shot of the week. I'm going to give it a shot of the week to American Golf. We we do a golf tournament every year, which is the one fundraiser we do for the show. We have a great time. It gets better every single year. Uh, we've been doing it for five years now. Today, I received an invitation from American Golf for a free entry into a. VIP tournament at San Dimas Canyon Golf Course where we now hold the thing for yep. me and one guest. Awesome. Free tournament, right? All the all the things, all the all the drinks, all this, every, everything's on the house. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to be able to take one guest, so I really appreciate American Golf for recognizing um, Sportscast did and you myself. Decide, did you decide who your guest is going to be yet? Well, right now it's Josh, but he'll probably you know, flake out like Can he me always and Josh, does. I hope he's listening. Can me and Josh arm wrestle for that? 
Fucking a. I agree to this. For that, Let's do it on the show. I would, I would like to see show? this. You have the official TXR right? endorsement <laughs> yes. over here now. Right? So. Yes. I would like to see that, like the the Indian leg wrestle though. Though Ooh, Indian leg wrestle. Now we're talking. Oh, yeah. Snap. You know. Let's talking. let's do that. No. Okay. Uh oh. Rut row. We're gonna get you the fucking sumo suits in the back. Oh, <laughs> right here. There's enough right. grass space. We're gonna do in the backyard. We're gonna get. Down. I would pay to see that. Right. Best two out of three falls to who gets. To I'd go. come up and I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> So you get the gist of what, of what we're doing, shot and shit yeah, of the week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Renee, you're up next. What do you got, man? Well, I was going to give the shit, the shit of the week to the Philly well, Fanatic. explain it. Okay. So the Philly Fanatic shoots a hot dog in the fan's face, sending her to hospital. So basically... A real hot dog. A real hot dog. Uh, just it a- was wrapped in duct tape. <laughs> so she took a wiener to the face <laughs> and ended up going to the hospital. So shit of the week for the Philly Fanatic... <laughs> Injuring someone with his wiener. I'm sorry, man. What was the cause of the accident? Yeah. Oh, I took a wiener. I took to a the wiener face to the face. 50 yards. <laughs> and my shot of the week goes out for the to the lady for not suing the Phillies. Right. She's actually not suing. She would like laughed it off and said hey, it just came out of nowhere and it was hard. <laughs> At least she wasn't a part of the pussification <laughs> of America. Right. Yeah, very true. Right. Yeah, very true. I want to sign her right. up. Thank exactly. you, Philly, so. strong baby. That's all I got. That's it. No shit of the week. No nothing. That, that was wasn't. It? it got a shit. At my, that was my shit. At and my shot. shot. Yeah. It okay. was all in one. It was all in one. All right. To the face. To Jacob? the face. What do you got? <laughs> well, I'm Give gonna say. Something. I'm gonna say my shot of the week is gonna go out to uh, the NHL. Okay. Um, they had the NHL awards today. Okay. Um, props to our Kings for bringing home the uh, Jennings Trophy. Okay. Quickie and uh, I can't think of the backup's name. Right now, it's blanking me. And I feel terrible. Me neither. Go on. <laughs> yes, but I, I, I do, I do want to so get So what is that for? What uh, is the that is for? for is, if I recall correctly, the lowest goals against average throughout the regular season. Oh, nice. Okay. Yes. Okay. So uh, Jack Campbell. Okay. Who showed up to the NHL Awards. Dude, he's from the Ontario Reign, right? Yes. He's the guy that yes. played in Ontario, right? Yes. Yeah, good for so him. He shows up to the NHL Awards in, in Vegas, full suit, King's ball cap, water bottle, towel around the neck what? safe to say he knows his place and is perfectly fine with what he's got <laughs> um i'm not quick and i'm not trying to be exactly <laughs> and shout out to kopi for uh winning the selkie very cool again, and all the other guys for just all the tremendous you know awards right what a sport really, right exactly unbelievably cool sport exactly but uh the reason the nhl is my shot of the week is um the amount of care that they've taken to show support and unification not only with each other mm-hmm. but with their communities in regards to the parkland shooting mm-hmm. the route 91 shooting the amount of you know and the humble and the humble humble situation thing, which i didn't notice i did get a notification that they have inaugural uh, the inaugural willie o'ree community hero award really which was won by the is that right? Coach for the humble Broncos. Very freaking cool. Yes, I very did. cool. I mean, just nice pull. Exactly. I mean, just the amount of class that the NHL has showed with this, every year. I, exactly. Always. I remember seeing, I believe it was Winnipeg and Chicago. They had a moment of silence before the game in Winnipeg after the Broncos incident. Right. Every player had on a jersey that had their number, but then the name Broncos instead of that very player's cool. name. Very cool. And one Choking of the. Up. Choking up exactly. as you're talking and, about and it. One of the things we cool. all know in sports is you play for the name on the front of the jersey right. way more than the back. Absolutely. And the fact that the, the entire league has just come together over right. all this is 
it's just it's just awesome to right see. very cool very cool no shit of the week Shit of the week, I'm not, I can't really think of anyone Nothing. right now. Okay. No. So Your boss? Gonna, Nothing? Gonna, uh, no, my, <laughs> boss, my bosses are cool. My bosses All right. are very And Bree, cool. what do you got, man? You got, you got something. I got two shots Can you week. call a woman man? You just call her man. What do you got, man? I'm totally cool. She she laughs okay. more like a man I'm than my asking. son. <laughs> I'm asking. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm totally cool with it. It's saying. all good. No, it's trust all good. me. I know, I know that's all hey, woman sitting no, right there. No, you see, look, uh, right? Jacob calls me a really cool dude with long hair. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Very true. Right. Stole that so. from Eurotrip. That's... Um, so my one of my shots of the week goes to the Astros for their winning streak. The other shot of the week goes to Alex Bregman for that double uh, walk-off to win the 12th game of the winning streak. Wow. Yeah. All right. Dude, it was it was awesome. It was, and it's a great, like, uh, short video that my sister posted. Uh-huh. She said, um, the coolest thing is you watch this video and you would think that it's a playoff game. It's not. It's a regular season right. game. This is just how passionate that these players are about playing the game. And and I, I do dig that. I think you're right. I think the Astros play on a different level as far as passion for the game. Yeah. And, and I think the fans really buy into buy into that. And, and it's kind of a unique situation. It's a good thing for Houston. I love that for all the adversity and, oh, yeah. and everything that they've mm-hmm. gone through. The floods. The last few years. All of it, yeah. That's fantastic. All yeah. right. So well. those are my shots. My shit of the week is to... Golf in general, because oh, whoa, 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 whoa. hold up, hold up, hold up. You, you gotta wait till you hear why. Okay, man. This so, be, what this are they? I'm be not good. really versed on golf in general, but mm-hmm. my father in law walks into the room uh, during the weekend and he's like, dude. This is like the major. What what is the major thing for golf? Is it the U.S. What? US Open? Well, there's, Open. There's, yeah, there's okay, so the Masters. U.S. Open. Not one golfer hit par. Right. Not one. Right, I That's, love that. Yeah. No, no. I think yeah. it's awesome. No, shitty. This is, this is the this is the, what, this is the whoa, toughest whoa, whoa, course whoa. in the country. Shitty. Why is that shitty? Because man, you're in the U.S. Open. At least one of you has got to get something right. No, not that's my that's, my, not that, that but that's how I feel like with golf. So but, you think the whole golfers in all of America for nobody breaking par, you can all get just suck it. Yeah, that's my my okay. take on golf. You can count <laughs> on me waiting for you in the parking lot. To <laughs> his <laughs> from the greatest golf movie of all time, <laughs> yeah. Happy Happy right? oh, Gilmore. That's the well, best one ever. Oh, so, uh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, Caddyshack. Oh, Caddyshack's great. Uh, you know what? I think that's, I'm going one and one. About, yeah. What about Happy Gilmore with uh, Bob Barker and? It's uh, the great. best. Yeah, it's yeah. so best. funny. I do have a shit of the week. Okay, I did think of one. Um, my shit of the week is going to be the fan who had the nerve to throw a pie through a car window at one of the WWE wrestlers. Now she she doesn't wrestle. That's good. She aim, doesn't though. she doesn't wrestle anymore. Okay. She had a, a neck injury that pretty much has completely taken her out of right. you know the competitiveness right. part. But she's still involved. You know she's become basically a general manager for mm-hmm. one of the shows now. She actually came out on Twitter and posted a video of her just scarfing down, you know, Denny's or, you know, Norm's mm-hmm. or something. And with the caption, you know, saying uh, to the fan who threw, you know, a pie mm-hmm. at my face through my car window and said, lose some weight. <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to live my dream <laughs> right? and eat whatever the hell I want. Right, right, right. And, uh, you know, the WWE, we lost Vader. Yes. Right, we lost Vader yeah. to yeah, what uh, happened pneumonia. With that? How did he die? He, he died of pneumonia. He'd had problems for the last couple of years, so this uh, wasn't a shock. 
but he died very young. I think it was 63, something like that. Okay, yeah. Vader, Leon Leon Hicks, I think, was his real name. I believe so. And he did play center for the L.A. Rams yeah. uh, for a while. So, so uh, he rest in peace for that. But he's not Darth Vader. He's Death Vader. Yeah, he was just Vader. Mm. Vader. Uh, Vader. That too soon? Maybe. Maybe. Right, so yeah. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Raise a glass. Play the music. Let's do it. Wow. Thank you to my friend Steve. That was Steve. tasty. Thank you for my friend Steve. Well, that's kettle one right there. Ooh. I brought out Ooh. the kettle one ice chills for there that you one. There you know? You know, that wasn't right. no pop-off in the plastic Our bourbon was pretty one. bomb, too. I yeah. bet it was. I bet it was. Right. Jim Beam. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny that you guys play that. I mean, highly appropriate. Right. But <laughs> one of the greatest ideas I've ever had in my entire 34 years of existence uh-huh. was at Piano Piano, where I still play on weekends. Do you really? Yeah. Still, you still play still there, there down at You know, Friday, I had my 30th nights. birthday there. A lot of people have had their birthday. No effing no, way. So you still a lot play of people, there? A lot of people don't remember they've had their birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Mary does, but hey, we'll move on. <laughs> well, my, my sister hasn't set foot back in there in a long time. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> so when she, she having baby number two, speaking of Jen. Oh. Um, what's up with that? You know, actually, that, that was this weekend. Claire hit the one-year mark. Right, I saw yeah. that. We all, you know, on Saturday, day so before Father's up? Day. I mean, there, as I like to tell everyone, like, you know, jokingly, of course, like, people always ask me, you know, oh, when do your parents, you know, your parents, like, you know, get on you. Oh, when are you going to, you know, settle right, down? Right, when are you right. going to have a kid? I'm like, well, next in succession is, you know, the middle son. Right. he's got the girlfriend. Right. Over a year now. Right. And, you know, the youngest, the bookends, you know, <laughs> myself and the youngest, we just kind of. Do our thing. And right? Well, I, I, oh, believe know. me, his mother is always trying to get me to hook him up with someone. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. He's available, she even, people. She even made me put single on his bio is on, that the, right? on the website. Oh, yeah. Josh, Josh wants to chime in for shot of the week. Who cares? He says... <laughs> No, he's been like we don't need Wait, him. Obviously, we're the proving is, we don't need uh, him. <laughs> Jacob was going to talk about what the greatest thing he's ever thought of in 34 years of his life. Oh, yeah. hold on. Let's just, let's All right, we'll let Josh. So we uh, we have to get Josh's in because I just barely saw my phone's been on silent because I got yelled right. at last week. Of my course. Phone's... Okay. So sh- shit of the week is for Jacob making fun of his manly slash feminine laugh. <laughs> Chicks dig the laugh, by the way. Uh, no, they don't. Oh, Josh, and I got news for you. Jackie may, but right? <laughs> I'm not sure she does. Oh. Shot of the week for Texas Runaway for coming on the show and for the Pacheco family reunion this weekend. Yes, we are headed to Fresno for a Pacheco family reunion. And shot of the week for my wife's new boobies. Right. That was her surgery because I guess every few years surgery, you you have to re-up and perk them up. I wouldn't know. (laughs) I wouldn't either. (laughs) You know. Uh, but I will announce that, uh, you know, yeah, by the way, we are going to a family reunion. Awesome. Um, our family does this every other year. Nice. Um, this year it's in Fresno. Nice. My cousin Chris lives in Fresno. His brother lives down here in Downey. So every cool. other year we all get together and, and do a family nice. reunion. Our last family reunion was uh, up in Needles at the Colorado River. Uh-huh. The boat out Very there. Very cool. Oh, it was so much this fun. This is reminding right. me of uh, Bubba, J- Bubba J from... Uh, Jeff Dunham. Oh, yeah. Bubba How'd Jack. you meet your wife? At the family at the reunion. Bob Jack. There she was. <laughs> standing there that. leaning on a Ferris wheel, making it tilt with a corn dog in one hand and a bear in the other. Man, I love my sister. <laughs> That's just good stuff. 
<laughs> uh, but I can announce, it's now official, I can announce that uh, Mary is with child again. Oh, good for her. So good. That will be grandchild number six. Good for that. She's about two and a half months pregnant, so we can release that now. Ding. So so that's a good thing. Um, oh, and Ronaldo's nipples. That's what Josh says. Well, you know what? That was going to be one of my shits of the week. His nipples? No, the fact that FIFA has not allowed him to take off his shirt. He scored four goals, and his nipples have been ex- have not been exposed uh, on any of the four goals. I think that's a shame to the four world. Four shots. Right? Maybe if he had four nipples, they'd let him do it. <laughs> 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 but, hey, Jacob, what was your best thing you've ever done in Oh, yes, back to this. Okay. So one of the things I came up with at piano one day was just like, hey, when we – have people up for their birthdays like on stage and we roast them or do them, make them do stupid stuff, whatever. Right. We always, we have a shot wheel. So we'll, okay. we'll spin the wheel and there's different things on there. We change it up every now and then and they go and they get like, you know, a bartender's choice or a, you know, fuzzy navel or whatever. I was like, oh, it'd be really funny if we, you know, played like the shot song. Okay. Right, and right, right. That was... On the piano? The, oh, they yeah. Do. Piano. They That's awesome. The electronic drum set. So you're like, we're like, hey, yeah, go spin the shot wheel. Shot, 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 yeah. and the entire bar is that is right? Just yelling it with us. That's very hilarious. cool. And That's I'm like, cool. very cool. And I tell people now because like everyone that works there now wasn't there when I came up with this idea, uh-huh. and it started. So everybody that has come in now and now are the permanent like piano players there. They just know it's like, oh, we've always done this. Right, right, right. That's a, that's, like, no, just, we haven't that's tradition. No, it started <laughs> with. Do you know Chris Dolly? Oh yeah, well, yeah. Duh. Chris is a good yeah. friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah, I know Chris. I've known Chris for years. Yeah, well, the whole world is fucking totally yeah, interested he's a, he's a dope in drummer. the fact that you guys know Chris Dolly. No, he's he's a dope drummer, too. He's really, really good Dolly drummer. Dolly is he's a good a drummer. dope yeah. drummer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That means he's a good drummer? Yeah, yes. That means yes. Slang. yes. That's slang. Dope I, means good. That's band talk. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't know nothing about this. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, we went when we were in Vegas on Memorial Day, we was to see him and Authority Zero oh, sweet. play for punk rock bowling. Sweet, sweet. And that was the first time I've seen him play like in an actual, like, band setting mm-hmm. and I looked at him and I was like dude I, you go beast mode yeah. <laughs> I mean, beast mode like I've I just, had people tell me that but yeah. I'm like no 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 this is an entirely different right. yeah. like, level, level trying to get it. there like, yeah, I, oh, no this is by stereo. he's it's just, a different genre yeah. right. he's very like the hardcore like punk he is yeah okay. I just saw him on record store day at Rhino Records in yeah. Claremont yeah he was there Yeah. I woke up in good guy. beast mode good guy good guy <laughs> yeah all right, so Texas Runaway, because we're just going to pump your shit up, because that's what we're okay. about tonight, all right? We're, we're, we're just trying to get you out there worldwide. And, I'm and, for that. And, and this is it to. about, man. This is some exciting shit that's going down here, because you guys are going to make it. I mean, it's obvious you guys are going to make it, man. So you guys just won a Battle of the Bands, $50,000, Recording time mm-hmm. in a studio. Tell me about that because I saw a little bit about it, and this just wasn't one genre. This is a battle of the bands where you could play whatever kind of music you wanted. It had to now, be any version of rock. Okay, now yeah. who voted on this, and and where does this take you? What 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 is this step? I know it's the next step to the big time, but what what does this do for you guys? Well. Uh there were judges at every mm-hmm. round, so that's as far as voting. How many rounds? Vo- there were three. Okay. We won first place in all three. Okay, and where were these? At different cities? Or? Yeah, we did uh, Original Mics in Santa Ana for the first round, mm-hmm. and then we did um, 
let's see, second round was uh, M3 Live in Anaheim, mm-hmm. and then the third round was at Esports Arena in Santa Ana. Now, are all these three rounds open to any kind of genre, as long as you call it whatever you, Rock. What you said? Yeah, it, it had okay. to be. Well, the thing is, is that it started with, um, they took thousands of submissions of bands, mm-hmm. and they started with 81 mm-hmm. bands, and they ended up narrowing it down to, let's see, I think it was 24, and then down to 8. Okay, so now how do you get tape? Do you send a, a tape or do, do you send a video? Well, or, technically or? for us, we didn't submit. Uh-huh. Um, we had actually played a show already for Right Records uh-huh. um, because we had mutual friends that just were like, hey, do you know any country bands? And so uh-huh. we played it. It was last Halloween. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, Nathan Wright called us in and was talking to us about signing us. And we were like, eh, because it was a kind of... He didn't really know us, so right. he wasn't offering in anything at the right. time. But um, then he was like, hey, you know, if you really want some recording time, you should try this battle. Like, uh, we're, right. we're taking submissions right now. And um, he said, I've pretty much seen your stuff, so I'll mm-hmm. take that as your submission. So that's what we did. We jumped in and uh, met a lot of really good bands, met mm-hmm. a lot of really good people along the way. <clears throat> and... Uh, you know, there was a there's really good competition throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. And uh, the final round, I think it was just, if you watch the videos from round one to round three, you can see the difference in us, mm-hmm. like, because... Confidence-wise <clears throat> and, and tightness, not, or... Not confidence-wise, more like um, better stage presence, better okay. better crowd interaction. Right. Um, we We kind of evolved as a band as Very the rounds cool. went on, just because... When we do battles, we like to know, hey, what is it that made you not give us this or made you not right. give us that? We, it's now, like, once, uh, speaking <clears throat> of that, I don't mean to inter- interrupt you, but speaking of that, in, in, in things that you've lost and or won, do you guys really go to the judges and say, okay, what made us stand out if, and we won, but what, what was the difference? Oh, yeah. And, and then yeah. when you lose, yeah. what was the difference? Because, you know, I, there's there's – you know, people that everybody dreams of being a rock star. Everybody dreams of being in a band that 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 makes it big. And and obviously, you guys are on your way. So, what do they say to you? And and, and what do you take from that? Because you just mentioned that that you know, like any great team, there's always the the tipping. You got to go back to the tapes. Okay, it's it, just like in football. You go back to the tapes and watch what you did and, uh-huh. and pinpoint what you could do better. Because you're never at your best. It's you could always do better. Sure, sure. Yeah. So so for you guys, you think the tipping point. You know, the music was obviously good, and the musicianship and, and, and the technical playing of the music obviously was there. But what I'm getting a vibe from you is is the stage presence and the, and the, and the interaction with, with, the, with crowd, the crowd, with and each it, other, uh-huh. um, just showing that everybody that we had fun, okay. that we really enjoyed what we were doing. And okay. we showed that, but we just didn't, it didn't project right. to everyone else. Like, we felt it, but like, for instance... Uh, but it's in, in your own little little thing. Yeah, yeah, we're exactly, tight, blah blah yeah, blah. Exactly. But, yeah, but like for but are they buying it for rounds one and two? They actually announced, you know, okay, third place with this many points. Oh, okay. So as soon as they started bringing up like points, you know, values, right. that kind of clicked in our head because every single person in our band is sports affiliated in some way. Right. So you know, now you know, a fan of something. So as soon as they said points, things clicked in every one of our hell five of us, and right. we we're like. And we went to him and be like, you know, hey, we, you know, we know we got, you know, first place round one, but you only gave us 
70. I don't even I don't even remember how whatever, many points it whatever was. It was. Seventy something points. Why? Yeah. How what can did we, we miss? get closer to getting those other three? Right. Like, oh well, you, you know, you guys are good. You know, this, this, and this. But your interaction with each other and your you know crowd interaction, and we're like, okay, so we you know go into rehearsal that following you know Sunday, uh-huh. and we're like, hey, this is what they said we need to work on. Let's start tailoring, you know. To this, and, and every, actually, everybody was on point. There wasn't somebody in the band saying, "No, I thought we were cool, man. I thought we were doing this." All well, no, I mean, we we're nothing. we're very all about the fact that we're we're no one's perfect, mm-hmm. and uh, the moment that we start settling is the moment that we will start going downhill. Of course. So as long as we always think that we could do better the next time, then I think we're we're going to keep keep moving up because we. We always evolve as a band. We always think of new things and different things that we could do. And when we practice, we practice like it's we're there. Cool. Like like we're at that show so at that time. Now, are all of you in California now? Oh, yeah. We're all in California. Okay. So um, I was talking to Jacob uh, between break. Uh, you guys who opened for Rodney Atkins, mm-hmm. right? Um, I saw that you're going to open for Restless Heart. We and, did. And, and we did open for that them. Was, that's already been yeah. gone by and Thompson, the Thompson Twins. Yes. I mean, those are big. Uh, Thompson, 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 Thompson Square. Square. They're Square. married. Um, <laughs> but but um, those are big bands. Mm-hmm. I mean, do they interact with you or do they just kind of? A, a little I bit. Think country music is different as far as that goes, as far as the, the, the established bands. Mm-hmm. Interacting and, and, and wanting to bring you up instead of acting like well, okay we're big and you're not and we're just not going to talk to you is there is there something to that and I always got the feeling that w- both of these shows you know that we play with the big name artists mm-hmm. uh, she got to meet Rodney Atkins they kind of like stuck her like you know hey if you want to meet him, there's a, they're doing a meet and greet right now just hop in line uh-huh. you know so that kind of thing like we didn't really get to talk to him. Um, but his band, we got to his, talk yeah, to. Yeah, we get to talk. Okay. We get to inter- interact at both occasions more with the band members. Right. Thompson Square at that show was the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more Mike and I that got to talk to them. Yeah, the yeah. fronts are out there greeting people, but you can exactly. get back there and talk to the to the nuts and bolts to the yeah. band, and, and and they, they even are even cool even with like that. even like you know like in the backstage areas, um, you know we'll see them just you know walking around or whatnot. Um, the Muscle King show that was in Norco was the Rodney Atkins and Dan Shea. That was a little bit different because it was more of an all-day event mm-hmm. and it was on a big scale. Um, I remember, like, you know, pulling in the parking lot and she was like, hey, we need to go get your, your artist pass. And I'm like, my what? <laughs> She's like, you know, the, so they walk us in, they walk all five of us into this trailer mm-hmm. and they hand us, like, laminates, like the right thing that goes around here. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm like, oh, we get one of these? Wow, that's like, big oh, time. We got, we got treated like real... Real like artist, total Wayne's World moment, walking around like holding up and everyone's well, face. Look at me! <laughs> That's yeah. the way it felt. Okay, so what's next? So you have this recording. You won this battle of the bands, fifty thousand dollar recording contract. Have you utilized that yet? What does this entail, and, and where does it take you? So um, that record label um, has offered to sign us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in negotiations at the mm-hmm. moment, um, but it's looking good. Mm-hmm. Do you have and, a manager or is someone in the band oh, doing this? Well, we have a lawyer. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and then um, as far as uh, the recording, we'll start that in August. And uh, we're trying to get it out in September. That's the goal mm-hmm. is to get at least the first single out there in cool. September. Cool. And um, this will lead to having representation, having 
you know, just a different level of things. Like we do have, um, as far as opening for Thompson Square, this really awesome uh, group called the Eminem Group or who uh-huh. got us in there. Right. And they loved us when we opened for Thompson Square. And so they want to have us more in front of more big acts. So we will, regardless of the whole right records part and signing, we are already in a good relationship with a talent buyer. Right. So, so what are you, what are you gonna do, man? Jacob, uh, both of you, man, just 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 think a little bit, look out there because Jacob, you're very practical because mm-hmm. it ain't in the bank till it's in the fucking exactly. bank, right? But. You're on your way. I mean, something's going to happen here. There, there's good things happening here. I'll ask you first, Jacob. What are you going to do, man, when you hear your first song on the freaking radio, dude? What are you going <laughs> to do? Uh, I love cocaine! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, serious, man. Have you? Obviously, you've thought about it because everybody dreams, oh yeah. but... What do you think you're gonna do, man? Are you gonna cry? Are you gonna just blast it and just scream, or, 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 or are you gonna call your mom? Or, no, seriously, because yeah. this is a dream, man. Yeah, and, and, no, and dreams come true in America, and you, you guys are on the cusp of attaining this. So, so, what do you think, man? What do you think you're gonna do when this is Texas Runaway? Bam! Yeah. Um. I, I have no idea. Like, really? I, I, I have a feeling this is going to be like one of those moments in life where it happens and whatever I do is just what's going to naturally, <laughs> like, come out. Okay. You know, it's, I mean, it, it could be like that scene from That Thing You Do where, you know, Liv Tyler's at the mailbox and she's licking stamps from on the envelopes and, you know, she's got her little headphones in and she's right. like, oh, this is, and she starts playing and she freaks out, <laughs> runs away from the mailbox, <laughs> and then the camera just sits there, and you're like, what? And then she runs back and puts the letters in the mail, like she completely just took off, and then one by one, they all start grabbing each other and finding each other at some point, and they're like, you know, we're on the rail, like, turn the... Very cool. Okay. Tanked. I mean, it's... Bree, what, do you, what do you think that moment's going to be like? Because you know it's going to... Well, you don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, everything, God willing, and, and you guys are on your way, and, and, and personally, I think it's going to happen. We will be on Sirius Radio. Right? Mm-hmm. So what do you think is going to happen when you're just chilling, cruising in your Pinto, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a 13, but they put a 31. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Jacob lost it. Knocker had to drop the offspring you didn't, you didn't oh my God. with the Def Leppard right? intro on that. <laughs> So really, man, I mean, you, you're dreaming of this moment. That's what you're working for in this. Now, what do you, what, really, what do you think when you're just chilling in your car and it just surprises the shit out of you because you didn't know what's happening? What are you going to do? I think I'd start crying and then call my daddy. Your daddy? And then call my mom. Very cool. Yeah, like, I don't know. It just, because uh, I, I kind of had, you're going to laugh at me. No. Jacob already knows this story. Um, so I have... I've always had weird dreams about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, so I it's like I, I dream about about making it big. Haha. I dream. what big? I dream about making it big. Oh, okay. <laughs> so do I. Go on. 
Dear Lord. Very, very similarities. I'm 59 with diabetes. Um, I dream about that a lot. <laughs> so I, I dream that the song comes on the radio and I've dreamed about having a car wreck when it happens because I freak out so much. I've dreamed right. about, so I'm prepared for, for it from my dreams. But I've dreamed that uh, we make it big. We're like... Years down the road, mm-hmm. we were now getting entered into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Check you out. Why not? And um, Why not? all the members are gone except for Jacob and I. And um, like gone, well, wait a minute. Like gone from husband. the earth. Oh, gone. like gone dead. from like dead. the earth. Like oh, okay. dead. D E D dead. Dead. Wow. So it's weird. I had that dream, and then um, we're getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, and Jacob and I both get on the stage, and we're looking at one another. And we have this inside joke, and we both look at each other to accept the award, and we go, fuck it. <laughs> like that. And then we just walk off stage, right? and we don't say anything else. We just, Very cool. That's all we say. And that was it. Yeah. Very cool. I, I have. You, you, uh, forgot, you forgot my favorite part of that dream. Oh, yeah. That he's uh, dating Miranda Lambert. Oh, the, oh now. That, that, that was talking. not my dude. That was not my doing. She tells I me baby. this. Really? <laughs> she tells me this dream, and I'm like, she's like, oh, and by the way, you're dating Miranda Lambert. I'm like, what do you mean? Like in, uh, she's like, in the dream, like you were dating Miranda Lambert. I'm like, go on. <laughs> go on. Go on. Continue. She's she's my biggest idol. So I think I put her in my dreams of getting, you know, to the next level because my biggest bu- bucket list item is opening for her. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool when we got to open for Rodney Atkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to tell him that it was my bucket list to open for him. And he told me, he was like, would it be weird if I told you that it's my bucket list for someone to tell me it's their bucket list Very, to open for yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, no. And I just grinned from ear to ear. And the picture of us, like of him holding, like putting his arm around me, taking a Very picture, cool. is the most genuine smile I think I've had in forever, besides my wedding day. Like mm-hmm. it... It, I haven't seen that big smile on my face other Very than cool. when we do big things like that. So and influences. Yes. You talked I, about Miranda Lambert and, and, and what have you. Influences when you were growing up. Who did you listen to? Who did you want to be like? And Janis why Joplin. You, why do you sing the way that you do? Janis Joplin. Really? Very, very good one. I have a raspy voice and I always have. In fact, mm-hmm. when I was in high school. Quit smoking. No, it was before that. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a great Janis Joplin documentary on Netflix, by the way. I've seen you it. You have to watch it. It's I've seen fantastic. It. it is fantastic. It is fantastic. I love it. Okay, but so, she so, she put so, it on Netflix. Oh, you put it on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your biggest influence is Janis Joplin. Um, that's mainly because my dad, a huge classic rock fan. We were mm-hmm. listening to ZZ Top, um, Led Zeppelin, and ACDC, and Alice in Chains, and Janis Joplin, and... Of course, uh, Stevie Nicks. So Janis Joplin always struck me because everyone always said when I sang that I had this rasp to my right. voice. Right. And even when I was in high school, this is all before I started smoking. Um, it was, I tried out for this group that's like Glee, but it was called Expressions mm-hmm. in my high school. And uh, the director goes, Girl, you've been, you sound like you've been smoking for 30 years. <laughs> he was like, this sounds awesome. He's like, most women who have a raspy voice don't know how to control right. it when they sing. Right. And um, I was like, I didn't even, I didn't think about it that much. Mm-hmm. I just sang and that's what came out. And so I listened to Janice a lot and Peace of My Heart is definitely well, my favorite to listen to. Iconic, absolutely. But the one... Um, Oh Lord, won't you buy me mm-hmm. a colored TV and a colored TV? Right. Um, it's 
literally like just listening to her, like always was like, yeah, that that's exactly well, what everything that she ever uttered on on tape or whatever it, is it inspired is me. Soul. It's from the bottom of her soul, and she didn't just pump it out. Exactly, it was she, it was from it was true. Every single time was the first time. Yes, and she loved what she was doing, and that that's and that's awesome. That's Very why cool. Miranda Lambert's also a huge influence of mine, is mm-hmm. because she's from Lindale, Texas, which is about a thirty minutes, forty five minutes from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. I watched her on Nashville Star. She didn't win, mm-hmm. but I watched her sing "The Fight Inside of Me" mm-hmm. by Merle Haggard, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dude, if this chick can do it, then so can I." Right. And I'm not giving up now, which is why my tattoo here is a uh, "Highway Vagabond Living Like Hippies," which is one of her songs. Okay. Um, I literally feel like everything she writes is my life. Cool. It's the strangest thing in the world. Now, what do you think about country music? Today, as a I whole, hate because it. I, here we go. Thank you. They're making another left turn. They're making another left turn. You watch out for that third left turn now. That was a killer. I'm, I'm curious how you said that. I didn't think we released that track. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad you said that because because I love country music, but I, I think the direction it's going, it's not country let's, music. Let's get this straight. It's not a direction. It's a phase. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go with you, but, but you know, I'm, I'm George Strait, Alan Jackson, the, 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 you know, Brooks and Dunn, probably the greatest band ever. In country music, in my opinion, so, as far as a show and 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 what they did, um, I've seen George Strait, I've seen Alan Jackson. I just think the trend with the, with the rapping and 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 and, and the overbeats, like Kid Rock, it's it's it's, it's, it's just not uh, no no not, I don't no. Think he did the one song, but it's I'm, I'm more just like talking, it, even the yeah. Luke Bryan and, and most of them. A they all sound the same, and and, and B it's just not. The storytelling, the the the, the three chords and the, the truth, right? The depth and the truth, and tell me a story, which is country music. I just think it's 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 being produced to 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 cross the line and sell more records instead of country music or mm-hmm. even country rock. So I I think you might agree with me i do um the thing is is uh especially here in california it's really difficult especially for original bands to Mm -hmm. get to play a lot of things because california country is very line dance kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and that's definitely not us Mm -hmm. and um i had a conversation with another uh local country original musician down here and he agreed with me like he was like because of all of this pop and line dancing and all of that. Now, don't get me wrong. There is a time for line dancing and there is a time for two-stepping and there is a time to stand there and enjoy what is in front of you. And that is what we were talking about is I would rather have people standing in front of me enjoying that music rather than line dancing because then they're not really paying attention. They're dancing. Yeah, it's like the movie Ants. They're just... They're just doing they're just what mindless they're doing. going on, and that's that's my feeling on California. But very cool. As far as country in general, I know Jacob doesn't completely agree with me on this, but that's okay. Um, 
I'm not a big fan of Florida Georgia Line. I'm mm-hmm. not a big fan of all of that bro country, if you will. Right. I mean, there are some songs that they make that sure. are really Absolutely. good, and I really enjoy them. But, but the overall product. But when you're talking about a girl nonstop being in cut-off jeans and mm-hmm. this and that, and I'm like, dude, that's not what country was about. Mm-hmm. Like, country is about... Feelings and depth and family. Like and, even and if it was a fun and, song, and the struggle and 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 you know, but even like a fun song, Chattahoochee. Like the, you know, well, not just like that. that. Think about Loretta Lynn when she right. was singing like "You Ain't Woman Enough to Take My Man." Right. Like that was a fun, funny song, but mm-hmm. she was being truthful. Like she wrote that song because sure. someone was messing with her mm-hmm. man. Right. Like and Jolene, you know, yes, same, same type, same of thing. thing. You know? It's that's why when when we write songs and stuff like that. Yeah, we have a couple party songs that are, sure, you, you know, to. let's have a drinking song, you whatever. Have go, you have to go the whole thing. Yes, but. but I mean, a lot of times I don't want us to write that way. I don't want to write mm-hmm. in the whole let's go party band. Right. I want to be truthful. Right. I want to. Country music is it stands apart from any other type of music. It's real shit. It's real life. It's it's. it's yeah, it's I want to be able to show people I can gritty. feel that. You know, and if you write the right song, the listeners going to tear up. Yeah. On some yeah. of this shit. It's like my song, like the song I wrote, Daddy's Girl. Um, there, My choir director slash vocal coach from back in the day showed it to her daughter. And her daughter loves it because mm-hmm. she's a daddy's girl. She's mm-hmm. only five years old, I think. And she sent me a video of her singing like every word. And that... Is that not the best that thing ever? That hit me. Like, I, I was like, oh, I, I'm doing exactly what I wanted to do. All right. If I can touch... Just someone's lives sure. with one word, one song. That's all I care about because Very cool. I want to be able to portray the words. Right. Even if it's like having a good time, drinking like our song Dreams of a Party Life. Here we go. It's like, hello. <laughs> like I can do that too, but I don't want to write or sing or any of that about stuff that we all can't feel as a band. Right. Like, okay. That's that's how I feel. I don't know, Jacob. What's know, your take I, on I that? I know we're I know we're running over a little bit, Renee. So I'm gonna have to pay you a little bit of overtime here. All right. So you can have an extra taco you before go. you leave, or, <laughs> or whatever. Right. Another beer. Um, Jacob, uh, going back to influences, you gave us your influences. Yep. You played the drums. Mm-hmm. There's just so many genres, so many great drummers yeah, in are. the past. Um, who's your influence, man? Because I remember I saw you start drumming. Mm-hmm. In church, yep. behind the glass, yeah, oh, doing yeah. your little hymns and, yep. and, and, and all that. What is your influence, man? Who have you listened to that just said, you know, dude, that guy's the shit. I just wanted, I, I want to, I want to be like that, man. Give me some influences. I mean, it'd, it'd be easy to say, you know, obviously you've got, you know, Bonham, mm-hmm. naturally. Of course. The guy did stuff that didn't fit with what the guitars were doing. Right. And it, it works in the song. Mm-hmm. It, it, he just had a way, and they had a way of doing stuff that when you listen to it, it you listen to it and you're like, it feels this, but then the beat is doing something completely different. Well, he was so powerful that, that you could tell what he was doing. It didn't blend into the background. Exactly. But it didn't overpower exactly. the song. It helped make the song mm-hmm. and make the sound. Okay, so you got John Bonham. I, I constantly joke with my entertainment director at piano. I'm like, one of these, these days, I'm going to walk up on stage before either of you turn everything on, and I'm just going to start playing the intro to when the levee breaks. Fucking A. <laughs> when he recorded in a castle. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, he's easily, you know, Bonham just 
for the sake that he's bought them. Right. Um, I would say probably like my biggest one, and this is strictly from a drumming aspect, not from a life aspect, mm-hmm. uh, Tommy Lee. Really? And okay. Everything, like the rhythm section that him and Nikki Six had in Motley mm-hmm. Crue was just monstrous. Mm-hmm. And they would do the simplest stuff. Mm-hmm. And but it, it works. would just it's work. rock and roll exactly right. Rock and roll simple. It is. You don't need to make it complicated, you man. Don't. It's a simple nod, head nod your head, and exactly. work the beat Two. And, and work it together. And you know, I, I like that three piece bands. I think some of the greatest, some of the good, best stuff, Renee. Right, three piece bands where yeah. you have the bass player and the drummer just doing their thing, and the guitar player, and it all works. And, I, I love that shit. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Sublime was one of the yeah. best right? three three piece bands that yeah. you know. Right. Green Day. Police. The Police. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. There's, there's man. Three piece bands out there. Absolutely. I lo- I love that stuff. So, yeah. did you did you like when you first got started in this shit? Did you like sit in the garage when they bought you your first drum set and and try to replicate the songs and 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 to do this? That or? was it. Was when when. My family chipped in and got me. Uh, actually, it's the same kit I use today. Um, really? Yeah, same same That's one from two thousand two. Cool is that? Yeah, same one. It still sounds amazing. It's a little dinged up in places, but hey, and hey, so am I. Still, it still works, right? <laughs> aren't we all? Hey, um, and it's Texas Runaway Blue. Yeah, baby. So, so um, okay. So they bought it for you. What? I, the whole why? Family, why did the they whole, buy it for you? The whole family chipped in and got it for me as a graduation gift. Why? After years of me putting it number one on, on the top of every birthday, Christmas list, you name it. All right. I was like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, I need your Christmas list, you know, by Thanksgiving. So we can right. All right. I want one, one thing. Drum kit. I think actually one year there was that was it. Really? I, all I said was drum kit. I'm still waiting for my saxophone. 30 yeah, fucking well. years later, I'm still waiting for my saxophone. But <laughs> but go on. So did you like hide away in the garage or where did you set it up? And, it was and, that thing was set up in my room uh-huh. um, and I would just grab my you know walkman cd player pop in the motley crew the poison the aerosmith all the classic rock is what i you know cut very my teeth cool. on very and cool i would just sit there and listen and figure out how the drums went okay so you so you're doing that over here mm-hmm. and then on sunday going play, going into church you're, behind you're the glass at church. And are playing you, at church trying you, to be tommy lee <laughs> Playing Sunday service. I need to add something to this, man. You guys are just going too slow. I need to do something. Was was there some of that frustration doing that, or was it just? I I don't think it was frustration. <laughs> I wouldn't call it that. I would call it more of a learning experience. Okay. And shot of the week to, you know, this is actually just more shot of the drumming experience. Forever. To uh, Steve Martinez, who at one time. Oh, yeah. I know Steve. Steve looked at me and he walked back there. And this is when he was in charge of it. Right. He walked back there and he just he just told me three words that I've lived by ever since. He just told me he's like, he's like hey, hey, hey. He's like, less is more. Yep. And right. that, that's what I've learned as a bass player too. Less right? is more. That right. is yep. like people ask me, like, oh, how do you define your style? I'm like, dude, I'm from the school of less is more. Steve yeah. is an awesome like, dude. Man. I ain't gonna be doing all these crazy right. fills all over the place. Yeah. See, it's cool, man. I feel the same way as a bass player, though. You gotta yeah. be in that. You gotta be in that pocket. Exactly. Don't, right. Do the fills when you feel that it's right. You know, there's certain moments in the music you could feel it. Oh, uh-huh. and he just knows. But don't try to be a show off and be like, you right. know what I mean? Like, right. I when know. two notes will do, don't play six. Exactly. exactly. Right. Yeah. 
Four string bass is all I need. I don't need a five string. I don't yeah. need a six string. Our bass player plays that's a five all, string. All I need is a four. That's it. That's all. You can. You, that's all you need for me, anyway. Well, I just got to tell you, man, because it's just you know, like I said, that that you know, he's my he's my nephew, and I've known him since he was in diapers and and what have you. So to sit in church and mm-hmm. and watch this metamorphosis happen. You know, because he's he's sitting there, and you know, it's 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 rudimentary, and he's playing basic, and then to watch it, because seriously, the first time you you sat back behind that little cage, you're just playing what you know, and blah blah blah, and even just in church, you could see the growth, and then you could see, you know, the the development, and 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 the and and, and I get this, I, I get what this yeah. is going now. It's not just banging sticks on this. Exactly. You have to fit in, and you have to know this, and blah blah blah. So to watch this. And then to watch this grow into Texas Runaway, and 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 to know this is going to happen for you as an uncle, um, turn up. Um, Aww. Oh, wait, hold on. It's very cool. It's very cool to watch, man. I'm so proud of you, and I'm <laughs> so you. happy for yeah, you. Yeah, it's and, and and just to watch this happen to a good kid who's just to nothing but do the right thing, never been in trouble, and and to get it with a group of people like you, Brian. And your husband Mike, and, and and just to watch this happen, and if it only goes to here, it was still a great thing, man. Yeah. It's still a great thing. But you guys are going places, so make sure you check them out. How do they find you? How do they find Texas Runaway? How do they find your music so they can experience this and, and follow you and make this grow? Talk to me. So you can go on our website at TexasRunawayBand.com and mm-hmm. check out all the new and cool stuff that's happening with us. You can go to Facebook at Facebook.com/TXRunaway. Go to Instagram at TXR underscore band. You can go to Twitter at TXR underscore band. And then on YouTube, we are, you can just search Texas Runaway. You should be able to find us on there. And um, as far as finding the music, we're on Spotify. We are a verified artist, so you can find uh, Texas Runaway. They are. Runaway. I checked it out. I saw it. And, um, we and are, if I can do it, you can do it. Yes, sir. <laughs> we're on Apple Music. We're on iTunes. We're on um I'm pretty sure we're on Amazon and Google Play and all okay. that good stuff. So you can find, just search Texas Runaway. Now, if you're going on Google and you're looking for us, please put band after that. Otherwise, you're going to find Runaway Hotline. Okay. Now, now, when's your next gig? What's, what's, what's the next thing up? Where, June, where are you going to play live next so people can go see you? Uh, June 30th at the studio okay. um, that we're recording that? at. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, it's more... Of an industry, yeah. Party. It's more, they're they're the the record company's billing it more as like a, an acoustic performance slash meet and greet. Okay, Our bass players playing a stand up. Now is nice. this open for everybody, or I'm trying to get to work and somebody like me, if I want to go see you play, where is that going to? I be? would say come July 19th to Boomers in Long Beach. Awesome. Okay, we're that's playing what I'm looking for like for. three hours there. Yeah, nice. very cool. Um, and then after that is July 21st, we are playing in, um, Apple Valley at the Hilltop Tavern and Inn. So, Very cool. That's quite a drive. Yeah. Very cool. There. It is, it is, it is a drive, but. But it's a really cool place. That's cool. This venue, it's going to be All right. Well, we've I always wanted, I always wanted to start a Christian, like, death metal band. Jesus loves you in the sun. Those exist. For the Bible tells me so. Are they? Daniel, Daniel listens to those bands. Yeah. Look up, uh, Demon Hunter. Yeah. Demon Hunter. Yeah. I'm gonna have to uh, do that. Skillet was a uh, Skillet's very pretty hard rock. V- very okay. good. Okay. Yeah. Pod. Yes. Another one. Oh of yeah. I forgot about that. Cool. Cool. I forgot about that. So they're out there. 
All right, man. Well, that's that was it. A good, that was a good night, man. We're good? We ran a little late, a little yeah. over, but we're good. You know, you fantastic. You playing the last song? The, of course we will when we Yay. go out. Dreams of a party, uh, right? Dreams of party. Dreams of a party. Right? Dreams but of a party. Uh, thank you for Nate for uh, running the ones and twos, yeah, man. The show went great. Always. Um, thank you guys for coming in. It was a fantastic oh, sure. show. Absolutely, I really we had so seeing much fun. You guys. Hope you don't forget us on your way up when you're way out there. Not. Remember that we're out here. Uh, we love you guys. It was a great show. Great time. Uh, check us out next week, uh, Wednesday, 6 to 8. We're going to take you out with which song? Dreams Dream? of a Party Live. Dreams of a Party Live from the band Texas Runaway. Remember them. Check them out. Be part of the growth spurt that's happening here. And uh, just be good people, man. The world's going crazy right now. A lot of hate, a lot of, lot of crap out there. Just love your neighbor, man, and just, just try to be tolerant, and, and let's just make this thing happen, man. So we will see you next week on the Sportscast. This is uh, Bud Knocker telling you uh, uh, good night, and uh, we will see you next week. Thank you. Sitting here thinking about all this drinking gives me a big idea. We could do this every night. Man, what life we live. So let's drop our job and jump in the car and head out here all the time. Sipping off this stuff Feels a toast back up The dreams of a party life The dreams of a party life The dreams of a party life Ooh, the dreams of a party life Cal's got a split ring As we hit the back road we got nothing of it, no worries in our minds, and we're just rocking it up. Sitting here just to live in it up, then she had a lot to say. Dude up. Dude. Up.